Hello everybody and welcome to the last boat off the Titanic. Unfortunately, I'm the captain now and this ship is sinking, baby. Today I have a special guest. He's a b-boy and hip-hop enthusiast with one of the most interesting artistic minds that I know of. Hailing from Turlock, California, representing Hit Squad, the original Hispanic in tracksuits crew, <laughs> Leonardo Ceviche, himself in the flesh, Mr. B-Boy Livic. What's up, my friend? Yo, what's up, man? How you been? <laughs> I've been good, dude. Just kind of staying afloat that's in good, a sinking that's boat. Good. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? I've been chilling, man. Just working, you know, with this whole pandemic going on. Yeah. So It's def definitely displacing a lot of people, and I think everybody's kind of just trying to get up get through it and figuring out their way through it and yeah i don't know exactly man it's 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 a it's a hard time for sure and i mean um it sucks because you know it puts a damper on the whole like hip-hop scene and that's kind of our escape from the realities of life to come into this artistic world to kind of release some creative and positive energy and a lot of that is kind of just you know it's it's been dampered a lot you know it's hard to it's hard to stay connected to a social scene when there's not really social happening you know? exactly so it makes me kind of sad um but i'm trying to do my best to to do you know keep the ship moving um well i'm happy that you're still doing it because yeah. a lot of people don't give you your flowers and <laughs> uh, what people say so I appreciate what you're doing and you're actually helping a lot of people and they're, you're letting them know their story. So what you're doing, it's actually very appreciative, bro. Well, shoot, I appreciate that, man. Um, well, shit, with that in mind, dude, let's just jump right into this because I, want, I wanted to bring you on because I think you, as I said earlier, are like one of the most interesting artistic minds that I know of because you just have a brain that thinks on a different level than everybody else and um, i think you can see that through your dancing and your art and um i want to kind of pick your brain about how that works um so can you maybe maybe we could start with like um like what goes on in in your mind when you're you know creating something um well as a young kid i was always a curious kid mm -hmm. um i always questioned life or anything or what's the letter after X? Why? Why? Why does this and this? Mm. So um, I used to tell my teachers, I remember Mr. Grishaw, I used to tell them, why do we, why does life have to be working this way? Or mm. why things have to, um, have to understand how the world works. Mm. So he, he told me one day, go to the library and there's uh, philosophy books. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went to the library and the librarian wasn't there. So mm. um, I was trying to look for some books and I saw some dusty, you know, the dusty old books that are all red. And mm. then there's the black ones that have um, like numeral thing. numbers. Yeah. yeah. So um, I asked the lady, um, what are those books that nobody, like, nobody grabs? And they were actually about philosophy, about mm. like Descartes, Plato, um, Aristotle, mm. um, all these great philosophers. Yeah, Kant. Kant, yeah. Watts, um, Rousseau, Machiavelli. Mm, yeah, I mean, um, there's so many. Yes. Um, so, um, Socrates, you can't forget him. Socrates, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I got deep into philosophy mm -hmm. at a very young age. And this is in elementary. Mm. So, um, while kids were trying to go, don't get me wrong, I love Rhesus, but mm -hmm. I was more into... I was always curious and trying to figure out things mm -hmm. about the world and life. So reading these books, 
made me go deep into the art aspect. Yeah. So I was really researching how does the concept of art came from. So obviously it's from hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. But what's the objective of art from the hieroglyphic? Mm. And it's the message. They're yeah, trying to yeah. express a message. Uh-huh. And it's the same thing connected with anything that you do with art, with com- comedy, with um, painting. Mm-hmm. You're, you're expressing the message of what you live through or what uh, you do. I see. Yeah. yeah. So um, the closest concept of the philosophy that I saw of art, it's the same thing I used in hip hop. Because mm-hmm. hip hop is the same thing. It's the, it's, it came out of nothing and it was created. Mm-hmm. How it all started. You know, um, obviously they don't talk about Cindy a lot, but that was Kuhert's mm-hmm. um, sister. And they shout out, not hating on Kuhert, but if, if it wasn't for Cindy, you know, hip hop, if, if it wasn't for her show that, or the place that she had that oh, brought Kuhert. the one who put yeah, together she brought the parties Kuh, or whatever? Yeah, Kuhert. Yeah. And um, things would, uh, wouldn't pop off. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, Well, go ahead. Yeah. No. I was going to say, so you're kind of deriving meaning um, or you're go, go, like kind of looking between the lines and seeing relationships between things that maybe are not so obvious and making making those connections. And that's kind of driving a lot of what you're doing. Yes. I, I my, my creativity comes from not breaking. Uh-huh. It comes from other things in life. Yeah, yeah. Like from philosophy, from... Yeah, the stories of Malcolm X, of uh-huh. Martin Luther King, Chavez, all these people, their stories. Yeah, and I know it sounds weird, but that—that's what drives me and inspires me mm-hmm. through their stories. So, the the, I know you're seeing it as just breaking, mm-hmm. but I see it way more than that. No, no, I'm thinking of it way different. Yeah, yes. No, I mean out, out of the box, like I mean, because art is just—it's it, something that you can express through any medium dance for instance painting whatever i mean music whatever you i mean there's some of the weirdest art projects you've i've ever seen before i mean even video games can be art exactly Uh, it's like um even just an idea can be art you know you you hear about um these like events or something that they'll plan where just something weird happens and it's a moment in time and just the idea that that moment always be there but you can never re-experience it it's it's artistic in a way you know what i mean so you can really express you can express in so many different mediums and that's why i like art and that's you know i think and i think you recognize that you can do that it's not just freaking figuring out the dopest six step or whatever exactly it goes way deeper than that and you obviously express it in many different ways yes and that's how i see the hieroglyphics if you talk about like sumerians how they created the alphabet that's mm-hmm. art creating an a is art mm-hmm. but people just see it we see it now because we ended up finding it as an a or as a apple or anything but it's really art and it's the foundation of everything if you look at the word earth it has art in it yeah so yeah, the whole world everything that you see it's an artistic form mm-hmm. and that's what i drive well to. someone had to create it and and art in itself is creation yeah. exactly yeah so um that's the way that's where i get inspired by through through that like when i grew up i didn't look at a b-boy and say yo i want to be him mm-hmm. 
uh, I'm from the era where I looked at a b-boy and I didn't want to bite him. Mm. I, I respected his art form and what he contributed mm. to the to the art aspect of it. So from the creative standpoint, that's what I wanted to do because he was original and he was unique. Mm. And that's the same thing you see in life. If you, you listen to all these philosophers like them, the objective is they wanted to contribute something yeah. for life. And it's the same thing as with hip hop. That's the objective of what a b-boy or b-girl represents. You, you're here to create, to contribute, yeah. not just to break and be in the scene. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always looked at it as like a feeling rather, you know, like the person experiencing the art, they have a certain emotion that happens when they do that. Or the person who's doing it has a certain emotion to it. And so whenever I see whatever art, whether it's dance, whatever, I see it and it has some reaction to me. The most interesting stuff is, it, you know, are the ones that, that do that to you, obviously. And so that that's the stuff that I want to bite in terms of I want to be able to do the same thing to you to make when I do like, say, a, a dance move or whatever, make you feel the same way exactly. when you say like, oh, my God, what happened? Like one of the I, I guess I, I tell this story a lot is uh, when I was young and I first saw Dizzy dancing. He okay. did this weird little kick sweep thing. I didn't know what the hell it was. And it just like boggled my mind. And that feeling of just being completely confused, even though I saw his his movement 50 times or whatever, and just still being confused by how he did that and just amazed at it. I love that feeling and I wanted to do that to other people. And that's kind of one of the fundamental things that I do when I create moves is I want you to feel that same feeling. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily biting. I would say that that's just, I guess, trying to give yeah, a feeling yeah, yeah, to, yeah. i mean it's yeah it's 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 i think i think the con the concept of biting i think it's way misunderstood i i, I believe biting is whack to me yeah but how pe but people um see it as like okay because this guy did six step and i do six steps so that's biting no they're not seeing the big picture if you once you become a biter or or, or you're copying someone's move you're downgrading the art form of it. If we if we keep accepting it and we accept people to keep copying other people's moves, then where's the art aspect? Where's the originality? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's cool to look at someone. Like I said, I looked at someone. Like when I first started, um, the first jam that I ever went to was Mighty Four. Mm -hmm. And the first person that I saw smoking everyone and stand out, it was Beta. She mm -hmm. she entered and she, a beast. she yeah she freaking beast yeah shout out to Beta and um she smoked everyone there like she was the mm -hmm. illest and that's my first experience to go to a jam yeah. and watch her do that yeah and then later on the future me battling with her that's why I break mm -hmm. that's why I live this and I do it because I don't do it for this whole fame thing or. Mm -hmm getting recognized i'd rather be like the mf doom of breaking than being a mainstream everybody knows me mm -hmm, yeah. I, I do it because the art aspect yeah i mean you have a different connection to breaking than yeah probably a lot of people is is you're you're trying to make a statement in terms of uh, uh art rather than make a statement in terms of the dopest move or whatever exactly or like win a competition or whatever yeah i mean it's I, I honestly I think in breaking I mean in hip hop in general I think 
a lot of that is kind of getting put pushed to the wayside. It's all about hype nowadays and stuff. And um, you know, who, what's the hypest shit that's on social media and stuff. And I think people forget that this actually is something deeper than that. There's the people have this connection to art and it means something to them and they're doing it for a lot of different reasons and expressing that in their dance. And if you look hard enough, you can see that. You know what I mean? Exactly, man. And, and that, that's how I see it. It's like my greatest moment of my dance is when I'll tell you a story. So you remember um, there was a jam where um, Ken Swift, um, he came to judge in Sacramento forgot what jam was it it but wasn't it, that old one that um it was in stockton no it was in sack because i remember he, he barely moved he barely moved to um to la is this kind of recent oh okay uh yeah i, I, forgot, I don't think i was I, at I that forgot one. what jam it was but he came down and um obviously i seen him i seen him around yeah, but the yeah. cypher popped up mm -hmm. and um it was like they put my favorite break you know when you put uh -huh. your favorite break oh, yeah, you got dance you're just gonna go off yeah. and um i went off and i killed it and when i walked back kenny was right beside me oh yeah and he gave me the knuckle tight so that's why i break mm. that's why i do art because my objective was always the people that inspire me i wanted to inspire them and if they understand what I do, then that's what it is. That's that's the ultimate to me. That that's that's cool. No, I mean, because obviously you've been heavily inspired by him, and then you can turn around and inspire him back. That's and he never really and he's never seen me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he understands what I'm doing. Yeah, that, that's that's the illest thing that uh -huh. could ever happen. And the crazier part is that he went off. He went out. Mm -hmm. So I don't know my reaction of him seeing me do made him the energy to go out that was like dude it's an amazing feeling having someone that inspired you go comes out after you it, it was just it's incredible man and that's why i break that's why i love this culture that's why it's not about like i said it's not about this whole being famous or it's about interacting with people and if you notice you don't see a lot of footage of me Mm -hmm. I try to stay as underground as I can mm -hmm. because when I go to a jam, people are like, what? I never seen this. Guy. <laughs> Where's these moves? And that's the whole objective of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying mm. to teach you in person what it made me feel when I first saw beta. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. So no, that's really dope. Yeah. No, I mean, cause a lot of Nowadays, a lot of it is just like, hey, post the dopest thing on social media and everybody already seen it before you get to the jam. But yeah, and I mean, in my opinion, we've been losing we've been losing that that emotion you feel when you see this random dude show up and just fucking destroy it. And I mean, I remember so many times that that happened. Actually, Tony the Tiger from freaking um, Hit yeah, Squad. Um, what was his old crew? Um, uh uh, mad action mad action crew um the illest had, crew man that's the illest, illest crew yeah from central central valley california the illest and i mean i would say they weren't like in the limelight or nothing but when they showed up to the jam you were like oh there's gonna be problems because exactly. these guys are gonna put it on everybody um corn nut i mean but anyway but i'm saying that because i had that feeling when i saw tony first break because okay. I was see, I seen this dude and I mean he he 
He had like a broken arm at the time, so he had a cast on. He's kind of chubby, looking like it was at a it was at a, a car show, and so he just looked like a regular dude at the car show. And then they they do this battle, um, and I'm there just like seeing what's up with the battle. And this was probably when I first started breaking, and I seen them call out Tony the Tiger, and I was like, oh, that's a funny name. And then he's he go he walks up I'm like this fucking taco truck looking dude like <laughs> about to break and then he just straight killed it and i was like absolutely amazed i was like oh my god this guy is killing it um and then he gets to the finals he kills it i think it was against otai who was also mad, mad action. action and uh he he won the gem and it just like blew my mind just because this totally this this dude that i just totally assumed was just some regular guy came out and just was one of the biggest inspirations in my life and, and so i look back at that going like man i wish everybody could get that experience and that's exactly why i do it for man yeah. and and those are those are actually tony's actually one of my teachers mm -hmm. and um like actually teacher teacher mm -hmm. like there's not a lot of people that taught me how to do you got to understand that our our era we had vhs's we didn't have youtube yeah, yeah. so um you learn through watching videos yeah so when like when i first started um with this dance um i started popping like first i was into popping and mm -hmm. house dancing mm -hmm. because back then like in uh, 97 mm -hmm. there was not a lot of breaking hip-hop jams mm -hmm. it was more about raves out here in north cal i mean there wasn't really jams yeah I mean, but there were there's a lot just dance parties really. yes dance parties or raves and we used to go to raves and that's where you saw the breakers or yeah. and that's where i first i first saw um chewy i saw oh, yeah, chewy yeah. otai ivan um remind and like all these people you see them at raves yeah yeah, yeah. you wouldn't see them in um in breaking jams because there, there was wasn't not really many. jams yeah. i mean the jam is kind of a new thing i mean yeah if you really think about it i mean when was the first competition it's probably yeah. around the first time of battle of the year like it's probably mid 90s or something yeah. right like i mean and that there was really just a couple of them so i mean and before that what the hell was there there was obviously breaking still it's just freaking parties and just dancing and stuff, you know? Yeah, and, and actually, that's how it all started. A lot of people don't know that when Koo Hurt, when people were going to Koo Hurt's party, it's because they were saying, yo, there's people dancing out over there. They're doing some different dance. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it as a kid perspective, look at now. Oh, they're doing a new dance. And that's what Koo Hurt brought. Mm -hmm. That people think... Um, he, w he was just DJing and throwing a party, but nah, what made it hip-hop is that they were dancing, mm -hmm. and everybody wanted to come and see the dancers. You you know what I love about the story of Cool Herc and hip-hop is that they weren't trying to create anything. They were just doing it because they saw something happening organically and just rolled with it. Because what, I mean, as far as I understand what was happening, he's DJing. He's playing some songs. He would dig a lot for records, find something dope, and he would play it. And then he would see people dancing and whatever. He's like, oh, they like this song. Let me play something else that's kind of like that. And they would, you know, he'd see people get, just go completely wild on certain parts of the song. And he's like, yo, let's extend that because I want to see what else they do. That's when the break was created. Um, so in a way, you could say pre-breakers created the break. So it's kind of like an incestuous like creation process. Like he was seeing that 
the dancers were reacting to the music he's dropping and then he's reacting to those dancers like let's see some more here let's loop it boom oh now they're doing something else boom man i knew i got another idea yo i got a song that's kind of like this though let's let's play that one break that's from that one boom and then you just created a whole culture back and forth just playing along with that and i think it's just it's so cool when you really break down how that would have happened and to now what it is now like you couldn't have hip-hop if you didn't have just some wild dancers just going wild you know what i mean and you couldn't have that if you didn't have a dj that was paying attention to a dance floor exactly like you just can't have hip-hop without that and so i love i love that story yeah and you need you needed people with the mic you needed people there talking and, yeah. and to feel the party the energy yeah and that's what i think um people don't experience when they go to jams no more yeah. they don't experience that people Oh, that's all you hear. Like, oh, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Like, jams are not the same no more how they yeah, used to Yeah, I'm probably be. one of the big promoters because <laughs> I talk a lot of shit. About <laughs> but it's true. It's not the same. But the reason it's not the same because people, their perception of how the dance is now, it's different. Mm. And they're not, they're not seeing the, the true foundation of what it is. It's an art form. It's an expression. It's a feeling. Yeah. I, I think the focus has just kind of shifted a little bit. I, I do think people still are trying to chase, like, making people f feel a certain way when they do a dance. But I think it's all kind of going towards, I just want them to be hyping and hyped and clapping for me. And there's not a lot of people approaching it from something else. Like, uh, I want them to feel kind of weird. Or, like, I think, like, in Freak Show and circus runaways situation whenever i saw those guys and i saw them dance I, there was like a little bit of fear in me because i was like dude those guys are like kind of crazy like they, <laughs> like they're just like you don't know what's happening with exactly. them. Like, and at that time like their style was just so different from everybody and so like i really look at that as such an artistic way of dancing because they they added this kind of like um i want to say like a battle makeup type of like feeling like you're going to war a little bit when I seen them dance. And so it's like they were bringing that into their art. And I, I guess you still see a little bit of that, sure. But um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see as wide of a, a, an array of emotions that they're trying to make you feel with, with, with art. Yeah, yeah and I, I agree. This episode of Noise of the Broke Boys is brought to you by Outside. Have you developed a fear of the sun because you stay inside all day commenting on YouTube videos? Or maybe you've developed an addiction to posting about how awesome your life is on social media between your day job as an overpriced thrift store clothes model and side hustle selling your new rap mixtape. Talk to your doctor to see if outside is right for you. Five out of five people that have tried going outside have seen positive results ranging from, but not limited to, talking to actual people, feeling sun on their skin, moving their bodies, and not caring about the latest celebrity gossip. Happiness is just around the corner and through a door. Talk to your doctor about going outside. Some participants of going outside have suffered severe injuries and even death from, but not limited to, being hit by a bus, coronavirus, being eaten by wolves, a piano falling on them from a 10-story building, and kidnapped by terrorists. And now, on to the show. That's why I love modern art, because they kind of do everything. Exactly, yeah. they combine everything. Yeah, if you look at even painters if you look at dali's or if you look at picasso's you if you hear their stories of yeah. their art art stories like picasso used to copy people and then out of a sudden he came out with his own style 
Do you hear Dolly? Yeah, Everybody. A lot, a lot of them learn by copying paint. That was like one of the common practices exactly. in a lot of the art schools is they would go and look at like say the Mona Lisa and try to copy it, figure out the brush strokes of it by ob observing the painting and how it was worked. So in a way you're learning brush strokes by by studying a painting, right? And you do that to all these different types of paintings. So then by the end of that, you actually understand a lot of different methods of painting. And so then at that point, you have basically foundation, the foundation of, exactly. of painting. And then you do whatever you want. And obviously, like Dali, uh, Picasso, they have they think on a completely different plane um, and came up with some wild ass art. And I mean, uh, it's amazing. I, you, I mean, especially I look at like Picasso's art and he would he would want you to feel a certain way about it. And yeah, like, because he actually got emotions. That, yeah, his art he, was based on emotions. It was all, yeah. He would say, what do I want you to feel when you see this thing? Exactly. And how do I paint it that way? Like, and, even if you look at his old history, when he was about to die, I don't want to go, because he talks about very, like, he got into, you know, the sex, and then he started drawing. Mm. I don't know if you've seen his documentary. I haven't seen yeah, it. It's, no. Yeah, he got into that, because at the end, he couldn't do that no more. Oh. So he drew a lot of that. Oh, because he, he couldn't he couldn't feed off that so hmm. that, that's the same concept of how i see art and how i express my style when i create back to the, the answer you were talking about creating yeah. um it's all connected yeah. when it comes to art so when i create i have different ways of creating sometimes i break down what i see myself doing and sometimes i just let the music di di dictate my sound and my movement mm -hmm. and then the last one is I close my eyes mm. and I just dance mm. and you can feel your whole body, how you're moving. But to get to that point, you need foundation. Yeah. And if you don't got foundation, you won't understand any of this. There's definitely like a balance of raw emotion and s skill that you have to really know how to balance on as an artist, I think, because when you're so technical and you're not going by emotion, your art is going to feel real robotic, right? And if you're only going on pure emotion, it's going to be kind of like chaotic or it like kind of doesn't make sense. But when you're balancing between those two points, you have a lot of skill, meaning you have a lot of vocabulary to work with to make your art. Your arsenal. And you have your, a deep connection to an emotion so that you can make someone feel something using all these tools. And so I think it's a very fine line to like balance on and... Um, you know, there's a lot of people that do it really well. There's a lot of people that don't do it so well. A lot of people like kind of on the But path. I think that that's the thing that we need to teach these young kids and not it's. They I see don't know it. if you could teach it, though. I think it's I think, I think you, you got to arrive at it a little bit, you know, I, I think, yes, it's like everything in life. Obviously, you do have to grow to it. But I think that's the first thing, because when you teach a kid, you teach him. Oh, yeah, I'm going to teach you how to do six step. Oh, they, they want to learn a windmill mm -hmm. when that is obviously a foundation too but the main key for him to grow and to expand his style is through through emotion mm -hmm. through what he's feeling through what inspires him yeah and most kids that you see like i think the illest kid right now is lorenzo that uh, kid is really dope so if, how old is he like 10 i don't know shout that out kid is, You're yeah man <laughs> he's he's you you see that he understands it he he's he's technical he's now being very creative, he's yeah, creating he's his own moves, kid. and he's listening to real hip hop. He's listening, not saying real hip hop, but he listening to Big Al, people mm -hmm. that um, actually have um, influenced music. Mm -hmm. 
he's not um it's not bad to listen to other genres and, and break I, I i do that all the time I but do, i do that most of the time yeah so but when you dive into the actual hip-hop of where they came the boom bap the sound it it does make you dance different mm -hmm. so if you dance to trance or you dance to i don't know energy or anything it makes you dance different mm -hmm. but it takes time for that it, you're not just not gonna um teach it to a kid mm -hmm. but i think that's the first thing that we need to tell them that the, the objective of the dance is not um learning how to do six step and learning how to do the windmill it's more about expressing the feeling yeah yeah and and most kids that we teach we don't teach them that yeah i it's it's hard well I, I would make the argument that that's something you don't need to teach a kid because that's literally what they do all the time like you put music on and they hear the music they like it's so common to see a little kid just start freaking dancing that's around true. and doing wildness and like obviously they don't know how to do any dance moves or something they're just kind of going with what the feeling is but they they already understand the feeling you know what i mean because they're yeah. already moving you know what i mean they just need to understand some techniques and apply it to it, you know? So they just need to learn some vocabulary in terms of dance. Um, but obviously they already have a connection to an emotion, right? They just need to figure out how to turn that emotion into something that other people can also feel. I mean, in a way, you know, they're already doing that, but just kind of in a very rudimentary thing. So I, in my opinion, you don't need to teach a kid how to do that. You need to teach a kid to not stop doing that okay you know what i mean because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh i never of, saw it like that but it makes sense right i mean because a lot of times you get social pressure you know you get a little older and then the kid is like shy i don't want to dance you know people might think i'm weird or whatever but that's because they start they yeah started you're right that's it, the objective but, of the dance is not but they were already doing that and i mean obviously i feel like when i was a kid i was probably doing that all the time and then at some point i was probably like ah this is probably not the right social setting to do this when did that happen someone had to teach me how to do that or something something showed me to stop doing that i think that's what we gotta like try to avoid and i mean obviously you want to learn good social skills still but you also don't want to lose a connection to like an emotion that can really help develop your art and i mean that i think that's the fundamental part of creativity and that's why yep. uh, you know i'm a big uh proponent of doing creative things in schools because i think that that's a big part of like development yeah and i'm is. not a fucking scientist or nothing no but it's true if you look at anything of the foundation of what was the first thing we did we created yeah yeah and how how did we expand as a world from creating yeah I, so it is i mean you if you really break down hip-hop and like the story i was saying earlier with with cool herc that's how the fuck that happened he was playing music and people were just like and the going back to that that time when they're a kid and like oh man i love this shit i just feel like jumping on the fucking ground right now and rolling on there hey what the hell that kind of looks like a windmill or no i don't even know what a windmill is but we're gonna call it that you know what i mean like that's exactly. fucking how it happened exactly so exactly in my opinion the feeling that a child has is what created hip-hop and so getting back to that i think is what we should really be pushing a lot that's exactly that what i was feeling? trying to explain and you yeah. explained it perfectly okay <laughs> yeah that's that's the feeling i, I want to push him yeah. so he could grow to be that because it, once you know when like you were bringing up kuhert when 
the reason why he threw these parties because other people that were going to him didn't get accepted or didn't believe like it was the outcast you could mm -hmm. say it's like the graffiti writers used to chill there people that wanted to not be rebellious but um they saw life in a different way mm -hmm. and that's the same thing of art you you don't see it you if you put a kid and he you show him a a picture our brain is if we see like a tree picture saying i'm just making up something but we look at it we're gonna see oh it's a tree but if you put a kid he's gonna tell you it's a tree something or he's because his his brain is barely expanding mm -hmm. so his creativity is beyond but us because we already see something and we know it's a flower we call it a flower but that's the same way i see art so when i see a flower I don't define it as a flower. I see, define it as more. And when I see mm. myself breaking, like saying I see a windmill. Yeah. So I go, what can I twist this windmill? And mm. I really think about it. Something that's never been and seen in this world. That reminds me of the like pictures that you see where it looks like some girl's ass and then you zoom exactly. out and it's like a fucking lamp or something. Exactly. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the, the whole point. But yeah, no, I mean, you're like, you're looking at that as an adult and going like, I want this to be that. But if a kid saw that, they'd probably see, oh, it's a whatever. It's, it's a lamp or it's just these colors or whatever. Like they probably are not already associating them like a meaning because they're not necessarily looking for something in it they're just seeing an assortment of colors and shapes and stuff and trying to figure out what that is and that's what you need to see breaking as yeah. so so you when you see a move saying you see six step you're gonna try to break down the foundation of six step into your own creative move yeah when when someone told me this is the way you need to do it that's the reason why I wanted to break because I didn't want no one to tell me this mm -hmm. is the right way to do it. I wanted to do it my way. I wanted to contribute something um, to the world because I, I think as humans, that's what we're here for. Yeah. We're here to contribute and give. We're designed to give. We're designed to contribute because one day we're going to die. And the most important thing is the child, is the youth. That's mm -hmm. the most qualifying thing in this world. So... When, like I said, when I when I saw uh, when I saw a move, that's the way I, I saw the move. I'm all, I'm gonna twist it as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I love trying to you know I've always had a problem with the the idea of fundamental move because whenever I see someone dance, I'm not really picking apart what their moves are. I'm kind of just focusing on the movement as a whole and the story that they're kind of telling with their body and the different moves and how it's involved with the music so i've always kind of looked at it already like that and so then when they're like oh yeah we got to do six step and this and then that and then whatever cc here and hit a chair freeze or whatever uh it started making me think more in i guess i don't know in, in my opinion the like a more robotic way yes and um and i think that's how it's going right now to be honest yeah and so i've tried very hard to to get away from that you know like i obviously when i first started breaking i was learning all these fundamental moves and it's like for a long time i was just getting really good at that stuff and i'm like but what's the fucking purpose of this like i don't really there's no way like i think a six step is whack i think a cc is whack so what the fuck why am i like what am i gonna do with this and that was when i said i don't need to do it all it did was teach me how to move my body how to understand exactly. my body and so in my opinion all these fundamental moves was just a journey 
to understand your body. And so now I can just forget that shit because I know my body. So now what do I do? I just make shapes with it and I just go with the flow. And, you know, and I have a understanding of music. I have an understanding of space. I have an understanding of my body and I can do what I want with it now. And, you know, I've made a, a solid effort to just stray away from doing uh, foundational type of moves because I want to just have I just I don't want to have someone be able to pick my style up. Oh, that was a six step there. That was this move. Exactly. You know, I, obviously, I do some of that stuff, but I want them to get something else out of it. Like when they see it go, man, what the heck was that? It's it's like, yeah, it it kind of has the shape of a CC, but it's different. It's something different, you know. It's because I think That's you re you really you really you really if you want to be creative, you really have to sit down and think out of the box. For sure. And, but yeah. you gotta know your foundation. Without your foundation, you can't create nothing. What do you think like foundation truly is like in a broad spectrum of like everything, like in just the world of creation? Like what do you define as foundation? Like outside of breaking even, just, you know, involve like every kind of art. Like what would you call foundation in those things? I think an expression. It really just as mm. simple as that. It's just um, expressing what you feel through what, if you're saying it through painting, like when I paint, I paint through feeling. I don't. Mm. I don't look at something, and I'm just gonna paint it. If I, I try to imagine, if I'm in a rock and I paint the rock. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think the the foundational, the mate, the the most important thing, the foundational thing is, um, what you're trying to express. Yeah. It, in my opinion, I think foundation, at its fundamental core, is the understanding of the medium that you're using. Right. And okay. that medium can be dance so the understanding of dance would be obviously like your body you know music uh just the things involved to actually create that art right in painting it would be brush strokes different types of brushes colors yes like an understanding of how those things work together yeah, for any, any i think that's what the foundation really is if you were to look at let's say like uh, like a movie as an art like you understand lighting you understand acting you understand how to make certain emotion with a certain scene or something you know like you understand story writing that's the that's the tools to, to that make you successful in that medium that's what i would call okay foundation okay and so when someone comes to me and says foundation is this like a certain set of moves i like to push back and say that's not really the overarching goal that's just a list of moves that have more like training techniques in order to learn a lot of the tools to be good in this thing. Like you say a six step, it teaches you really how to move around your body uh, centering around, like say your chest or your, like your hands. It's teaching you that skill. You don't need to do a six step. Once you know how to do that, you know how to move your body. You can just run around and fucking just, you know, just like throw your legs yeah. wherever you know, because it, you, you're so comfortable in that position because you did a six step drill so many times you understand it. So in my opinion, all those moves, it's just a drill to understand the medium better. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But um, when it comes to breaking, I think it's different. I think you do need to have a lot of moves. Cause the it's, objective it's, it's vocabulary a, for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because the objective of, uh, as a breaker, the objective of you going to a jam is for you to not repeat. That's really the objective mm. of what is for you going to a jam. When you go to a jam, the purpose of you going there is to not repeat and keep expressing all the moves that you created 
at the jam while you're battling with someone that mm -hmm. understands what you're doing. That's the objective of just going. Not, I'm not talking about battling. I'm not talking about uh, going how we see it now, where we go and we sign up and we do exhibitions. I'm just talking going over there, going to cipher, and people noticing your style, noticing what you do and what you contribute. Yeah. That's the main thing. So, but now if you see it as kids, you know, how kids now, we see it like some guy comes out and does some creative um, style but then this guy comes and does some athletic stuff and they always choose the athletic stuff because it's harder to do and i think um our judges or the, how people are judging now i i i, I don't get it i i don't know why I, it's changing to that if you look at it my bad but if you look at it in the beginning the first purpose of a b-boy or a b-girl they had a nickname because they weren't Victor, mm -hmm. it was somebody else, and and when they had their name in the back, you know, it was uh, the whole objective of them was to to bring something that you don't have from this real world. Yeah, kind of get what I what I mean. So when you see these uh, people or judging or some people that I believe they shouldn't be judging, but they're judging and um, and. And they choose that more athletic side because it's harder to do. I think it's a misconception of, of what this dance is about. Well, you know what I look at? I think they do have the right to judge and because ultimately they have the right to have an opinion about art and art, right? Now, do I respect it? I don't know. It depends. Um, I tend to, if it's just an opinion... I, I, I want to hear the opinion, right? But I have my own opinion already. What I'm going to do is try to take into account what these people are seeing as well into my own opinion. I don't need to necessarily agree with them, but I think they have the right to have it. But when I look at, say, like a jam or a battle that's actually being judged, I think if you're looking at it in terms of um, what the judges think, my success is tied to what the judges think. And if you already have a differing opinion anyways on just the overall style of dance and they have you know they they have something different and then they're saying you win <clears throat> you win or you lose in my opinion i think if you already are looking at this whole thing in a different way what does that opinion even matter to you exactly. you know so um you got you just got to take it with a grain of salt in my opinion but I think. Like, i've won a lot of jams where i didn't think i won cuz i just felt like off and I was maybe going against someone who was just flopping or whatever. And, you know, I mean, maybe if I was to rewatch the footage, maybe I did win or whatever. But at the, at that moment, I was like, I don't feel good about the art I just created. Therefore, I don't think I won. And I don't give a fuck what these judges say about it. I didn't win and I'm not going to accept the prize. And so it's happened to me a lot of times where I just gave the prize to the other person. Cause I'm like, you were i wasn't doing what i wanted to do and i can see that you were and maybe your execution wasn't on point or whatever but i can see that you are on a level of um, art that i just wasn't on here today and for some reason these judges didn't see that but you like i i have a respect for my own opinion that i have to acknowledge here and that i got to give the prize money to this person and so that's happened many times okay, in my but life I see it the same way, but it's important to have a good judge because 
whatever judges are out in the table, it's what the future is going to be. Whatever sure, they sure. choose, yeah. it's what the future is going to uh, dictate of how a b-boy or b-girl represents. Yeah. So it is important <laughs> to have qualifying judges, and I understand it's their opinion, but if you look at the system right now, man, it is just... They're, to me, they're not judging right. They're, I, I might be wrong because that's the way they. they it's an opinion, obviously, but it's an opinion about an arbitrary thing that we've given value in a in the scene. But, but if like, you, if you right, no, wait, wait. what do you value? Okay, that's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, explain. You value so if you if you break if you break it down, what's the hardest thing in breaking? I think just having the right connection to like yourself and expressing that in the way you want and creativity sure yeah yeah i believe creativity is the hardest thing in breaking mm -hmm. so when a person that does every generic move or does a hundred air tracks which is only one move mm -hmm. in very different ways and this guy comes out and does i don't know seven moves but it's not as explosive but it's very creative mm -hmm. they give it to the guy that did a hundred thousand air tracks and yeah so well, it's just what that judge values that you know that judge is value to you to you does that make sense i no i i wouldn't agree with that judge for sure but uh, so you you feel like he should be there again like i think he has his right to his opinion but here's the thing is like we're giving a arbitrary value that's high to a competition but the competition just kind of came out of just you know because hip-hop never had a competition before but for some reason now we value the competition over what the, the actual hip-hop is yeah. you know what i mean so in my opinion if i'm over here going like this this competition world is what defines everything in this art world even though it's only like a small little piece of it and these and most judges aren't really judging on the things that I actually value. Why do I hold the value of this thing so high? That's what I'm saying. And so okay. when I look at it going back, I go, yeah, a lot, I think a lot, most of the scene probably values that more than just dancing, creating, um, which is a damn shame, I think. But I think they have their right to be able to do that. I wish the scene, you know, what I wish is that, because the thing is, is that competitions are very fun to watch. And I love to watch yeah. competitions um, and just see just raw energy going at it. Um, and I think people see that they get in, interested in it, want to go deeper. And what I hope is that those people do go deeper and see like a greater connection to the world and everything by going deeper and go getting past the competition because the competition is just surface level in my opinion it you is know? it um, is because even that's if you notice i used to not enter jams a lot yeah and the reason why i i just ciphered and mm -hmm. i if i want to call out someone i'll go into cypher i don't need to go in a competition yeah to do it and the reason i started going to more comp dude i got asked to be in so many exhibitions yeah, same, and, same here. I mean, I think me and you are on the same level with that. It's like we turn down a lot of stuff because it's just we don't value it as much as I think a it, lot of people. It, yeah, and it's not as fun. I don't know. To me, yeah. I feel like um, if it's not fun, I'm not, even, I'm not even battling him. I'm battling the crowd. Yeah, I mean, I used to be in Flexible Flav, which was at one point one of the dopest crews in the world. And I left the crew because it just wasn't fun for me to do it. And I mean, people thought I was crazy at the time, but I was like, 
I mean, like I started dancing because I wanted to have something fun to do. And at this point, it's becoming just like a, a it's a, a, a hassle in my life because, I, you know, the, you obviously got a lot of stuff going on in your life and shit and you want to do that. And so when it's the thing that I loved because I had I, it was a way to escape from craziness in my life is now becoming the source of the craziness in my life. Like I realize I'm just doing something wrong. And that was when I was just like, I got to leave this crew. And no knock to them. Like, I mean, I think they're doing their thing and they obviously did their thing. It's a legendary crew in my opinion. But it's like I valued something else that was outside of that competition scene. And I had I had to get myself out of it in order to, I guess, see maybe more of a light. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I think that's that's with the problem with the scene. I think a lot of people want to be winners yeah. or want to keep winning. Yeah, and I never. Cared I don't. About I don't. That. Not, I don't knock them for that. But I um, know because that drives them to obviously become yeah, better. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's dope to see a competitive scene. I don't think it's. I think. I think as long as everyone understands what it is, it's. It's just you know, this arbitrary thing that's a, yeah, a small piece of hip hop, but it's not the hip hop that we all have this like love for. I've and you know. But know. but it, the way it's going, they're not gonna see that no more. And, that, and and yeah, well, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, because we promote that as exactly. like the, the surface exactly. level thing that everybody wants to see. And that's like the highlight of the whole scene at this point. Um, yeah, I, I would say people are not getting exposed to the stuff that we value as much as they get exposed to competitions. But also, does that detract from from like the stuff that we love i don't know if it does because there's still going to be people that see that get deeper into it and then see like how much value they can have in the rest of hip-hop right like you okay, get what i'm saying okay, like it's, okay, it's not okay. it, it, i don't think you're losing it's a value. balance it's a balance i don't think you're losing value from it i wish that i wish that what we value was maybe higher on the scale um in the overall population but you know, I'm not going to knock people for valuing what they value, you know. Uh, that's the way they see it. So That's the way they see it. And, um, you know, God bless to them. I mean, I can't, you know what I yeah, mean? I yeah, don't know what yeah. to say. It's, it's just like. It's like what we were talking about last time that we can't feel what Ken Swift went through because that's an era. And yeah, we exactly. And they can't come to our, but we could express it. Yeah. And that's the closest like everybody thing we, has we a, have it. Everybody has a connection to art in 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 a way and it's a personal connection and they but, can explain it all they want there to is me, a lot but of, i'm not going to understand it yeah bro, but there's a lot shoes. of breakers that don't even care about the art yeah no i i agree there's a lot of kind of misinformed people and just uh people that don't care to like learn more i guess is maybe the best way and that's what you're seeing more and that's yeah. why you have all this social but, media but also i don't I don't want to detract from them and say that they're too stupid to eventually figure it out because at some point yeah. in my life and your life too, probably we were in their shoes thinking that we know everything and we don't. And then eventually you came to a point where like, Hey, actually this is goes deeper. And then you found, you know, a true love for everything. And now you're at this point. Uh, <laughs> now that we're, <laughs> I guess we're, we, we, we grown. Became, 
We've grown, yeah, yeah, and and obviously, I don't think we know we're the fucking bastion of fucking knowledge or anything. Like, I, I, I think if anything, I know more of what I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. you're young, you think you know everything, and then you realize no. you don't know everything, and then you get older, you keep learning. Your knowledge base is way bigger than it was when you were younger, but you still have a understanding that there's this huge void of stuff you still don't know, and it's there, and. Uh, it, it humbles you in a way, I guess. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's like when you become old, or if you just think about death or anything, it, you're you're gonna go deep into the thought of of that. And once you're there, then obviously you're gonna experience. Yeah. So once, like, oh, keep going. Keep going. You could cut it, or no, you keep going. I'll cut it. Yeah, but all right. Whatever. Well, so so if you, if you think about the concept of death uh, or anything in general of when life is going to end or once you're there obviously you're going to experience it mm-hmm. you're going to grow through it and you're saying that dancers usually it's going to take them time to get there to understand it that we shouldn't worry right yeah yeah um but i don't know i, I don't knock on what it's going on right now of of what's going like you know the whole scene but i think it, it is getting lost and, and the, the the emotion the the aspect of art uh in the mainstream i think yeah, yeah. And, and even when you go to jams man like you don't see well, people trying to contribute originality everybody's trying to like copy a person's move and run with it but the art doesn't need to be mainstream in my opinion and i, I think that that's what i'm trying to explain is that okay. the art doesn't need to be mainstream I agree. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I would say the best artists probably weren't ever mainstream at their time. I mean, Van Gogh is a perfect example. Yeah. He basically went crazy because he couldn't be mainstream. And they say, you know, he had a lot of um, like mental issues. He also had like some colorblindness too that made him paint in a Definitely. very interesting way. And at the time, it's like people didn't understand his art and they went, this is shit. We don't want this like we don't have any value over this and then we look at it and we realize how brilliant of an artist he actually was and we have huge value to it and i mean i agree that's that's how i see it too like i told you i don't want to be mainstream i don't want to be um i i being famous to me it's poisonous i'd rather live life and create what i could create and contribute I, i think it i think i you don't even need to focus on that i mean yeah exactly famous or not like it does it shouldn't even factor into the equation i mean you know what i mean if you're if you're you're basically chasing to not be famous or chasing to be famous like you just have extra stuff in the equation of what you're trying to make your art into you know what i mean when you should really just focus on the things you're passionate about and uh and how to make them you know how to express it better you know like Having ulterior motives baked into that, I think is just not doing yourself any favor. So I, I've tried to have a big um, push to like just, you know, become a minimalist in a way of how you create, you know, just have the stuff that you want to have there and don't have any extra baggage, you know? Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see it. Yeah, I think that there's like, like for me, or like creativity or understanding creativity if you look at just the whole concept of creating or anything in general and like um i don't know how to explain it um 
like um fuck, you gotta cut this shit off no <laughs> I, I, I lost my thought um I don't know. Just tell me another question. I, I, I lost my, <laughs> something about creative shit. No, I mean no. I think that that's uh, interesting discussion. Um, but like, um, like what kinds of things like actually inspire you as you're creating? You know what I mean? Or like inspire you to start creating? Or what gets you out of the rut of like a writer's block when you're trying to create? Well, when I first started, I actually write a lot, and that's okay. something that I do. Um, or anything that I do in life or I express myself, I do it through an art aspect mm -hmm. and through things that inspire me. So like when I, like the Maya, the Mayan and the Maya, not Mayan, it's called the Maya or the Egyptians or anything from mm -hmm. that. I use their concept of art. If, if you research how they, the Mayan or the Maya wrote um, their, their little dots. So each dot, and then you put a line, it, it represents a date. Trying to figure out things, right? So we're coming to this world and we don't understand what they're trying to express. Mm -hmm. And obviously we just, we try to figure it out. Okay. So the same way I'm, the same way I don't get like a, uh, I can't um, create anything. I, I look at how other people will look at it to create something. Mm -hmm. Like saying the way they saw it at their time, kind of get what I mean? Or yeah, no, no I, I like uh, like I don't I don't drive I don't I don't get inspired watching other b boys. There's a few b boys that I do I get inspired watching, but I get inspired more of like seeing an energy in a battle, and I go like that's a that's just a, it's a dope feeling that I'm getting from this battle. That's what I get inspired by. I mean, there's. You know obviously some dancers um that are really fun to watch and shit but i think for in general like i just like watching just someone just get down and 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 really like express a certain thing to me and then i get the, i get a feeling from that and then i go man that was inspirational i want to hit i want to now create using that same kind of feeling well you know? how, how i do it like i i see something so i'm saying i'm walking i don't know anything and um i see something inspiring or because i get inspired by anything man i because if you break down anything in life in general if you look at a plant how it grows people mm -hmm. just see it as just a plant and it grows yeah but i see it as more a shape and a color yes. and everything and so i i do living it. thing exactly so that that's the way i get inspired i get inspired through other things it's very rare that i get a writer's block mm -hmm. because I'm constantly creating and I created for so long that it's easy to me to create mm -hmm. and come up with concepts. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I agree with that because I don't really get writer's block too much. It's, it's just something that kind of, uh, like I just, I, I, I don't know if it's just an instinct I have that just gets me immediately out of it because what I always do is like, I just let myself kind of like play around with an idea. You know, and it doesn't take much to have an idea. It's like I could be laying on the floor and be like, oh, this is kind of a weird feeling how this floor feels. And then I just roll with that and it I, I play around with that idea in my head and it just turns into something else. Into a concept. Maybe it's shit, too. Or maybe it's the, the dopest thing ever. But it's just allowing myself to push the envelope with just whatever's happening at the moment you know yeah and that's what it comes from it comes yeah. from one simple idea and then you just expand to it and how, so how do you think someone can develop that skill 
understanding the art that you're doing. Yeah, well, and that comes to foundation, I, like, ha like understanding. Well, I, I would say that yeah, you do need that, but also, like you, you obviously need. It's because you got you got to think. Everybody thinks different. Everybody views life's different. So it's hard to just say how to come up with it. It's the person that you are. Uh -huh. Yeah, like if I if I wasn't young and I wasn't going deep into philosophy, I probably would have probably break different. Okay. So if I approach, I use everything that I have in life to inspire me and to create new moves, new content. Content mm -hmm. that, that that's what drives me. So for to someone, it, it has to be all different. It's the way they live life, the way their journey in life. Because I don't see it like I told you. I just don't see it as breaking. Mm -hmm. see it more than that yeah yeah so if people of what they're going through life express it through their art then maybe that that's the way that could probably help them or mm. through their life experience through what inspires yeah. them yeah well i would i mean i think if if someone asked me that question how to how, how to develop a skill like that i would say just i mean kind of like an improv skill like where they say I think the first rule in improv is to never say no. And so with that in mind, it's like when your mind is saying, go with the flow, just do it. Like, see what, see what happens. What I happens. Think that's, that's usually what I do. So and you're going, you're going so more, be in more the, open to be more open to that. Okay. So you're going more in the idea aspect of just, um, you're doing something and you just flow with it and you just, create just ha i mean and this doesn't need to be necessarily in just breaking just anything like if you're writing a story or something i mean like i i do like free writing often just i have kind of a goal to like eventually write a book or whatever um and so sometimes i'll just start writing and one of the things that i start i did was uh I, at certain moments in your life you have you have a, a, a you know like some feeling you know like happiness sadness anger whatever so i tried to do like free writing and that moment that i feel something and i don't need to necessarily write down a story or something i'm just writing something that is expressing like how that feeling is and kind of developing what that what that feeling looks like in the medium of writing you know what i'm saying yeah um and so using that uh i think uh i guess understanding that medium is how to really like uh express right and so when you're in when you're in a a, a writer's block situation i think is to just go let's flow with this you know let's um you know the hardest sentence to write is the first sentence so don't write the first sentence just write the second sentence figure that out go with that flow and then eventually maybe you write the first sentence it's you know yeah. you already know how to write you know how the feeling is and you know how to express those feelings um uh on paper so how about you just go with what's in your mind right now and go well i'm gonna i'm gonna bring you back so when i was in junior high you know how I told I was like deep into philosophy. So there was a point in my life where I was like, why not create my own philosophy? Mm -hmm. So um, we had an essay. It was, um, I think it was, my teacher was Mr. King. Okay. And um, it was about um, what do you want to be doing in life? And um, I wrote my essay, but I wrote it all together with no space. So mm -hmm. I started writing without space. And um, 
I remember the teacher saw it and he said like he he didn't even read it. So he just, just automatic F. F. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized that if we don't go through the standards of how we do things in life, yeah. people won't recognize you or they'll just take you as a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I wanted to go deep more deep into that. Yeah. And um so there was a point in my life where I you remember I used to write without um, mm -hmm. space, mm -hmm. and the the objective was for me. I did it more in a philosophical way of thinking, writing, and living, because at the time um, I was always rushing things in life, and I was, um, you know, when you're a kid, you you see other people doing things, and you're like, man, why can I not get there? Mm. And um, doing this um, writing made me slow down, made me appreciate life uh, and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, when I started creating it, um, I, it, it's based, it's called the Evo Life um, Theory. So it, it's, mm -hmm. it's um, if you spell Evo Life, it's um, evil life. If you say plural, Evo, if you say it's evil life. Because okay. if you say Evo, if you say Evie, yeah, and okay. then yeah, and if you if you spell Evo backwards, it's love, mm. and then Evo it's evolution of life, mm. and then if you spell life backwards, it's evil. So mm. it was all connected. So I see. So I created this concept, and I started using it. I didn't tell no one. I told a couple of people that I used to um, talk about it, but I did it for myself, mm -hmm. and. I was just curious of how how my teacher obviously didn't read it and then i started doing it on the net and um i started realizing like yo man people are just it's kind of like a social experiment or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. so um, i used to clown you like hey is your space bar broken bro <laughs> so yo, i got this clean keyboard if you want it <laughs> it works <laughs> fresh new space i remember bar. that yeah so yeah and i started i started doing that um for myself yeah, because yeah. i wanted to slow down in life and i think yeah um like i always tell you i'm never in a rush our time is not for us to rush but to enjoy the moment yeah so exactly. i always go by that and um um as a writer as i'm, I'm writing because i enjoy more writing about like rhyming i'm uh, oh, okay because uh, obviously you know actually when i was younger um i did like my first rap and and that's where i got introduced to actually hip-hop okay. the first thing i it was writing and and rapping yeah. Um, I never, um, obviously, you look at back then, it's hard to just become, get, or know people that do it, especially in our area. Mm -hmm. So um, the the writing aspect is something that I, I, I enjoyed and I used it. Um, so like, I, I never told you, so I have a Twitter and I have an Instagram. Yeah. And I use it back to the what I, I was um, explaining. So the mayans you know how the mayans uh the way we look at it mm -hmm. we're trying to figure it out right mm -hmm. so i made my instagram and twitter connect so you have to if you're trying to figure out it's kind of like a calendar uh -huh. so it's, it's i did it as an artist like uh, that's the way i'm expressing my mm -hmm. art so um i did it so if you see my instagram 
you have Instagram to... is a treasure to the world, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> it's like the craziest shit I've seen. But <laughs> that's what it is. It's yeah. a concept of how a Mayan or Egyptian will mm. write hieroglyphics. It's my hieroglyphic. Oh, I but see. the way to figure it out, I have to really explain it, but that's for the future. I'm doing it for the yeah, future. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's, there's a reasoning behind it and there's a, like a code maybe baked into it that it's just yeah it's kind of like your your own little uh personal art project i guess it's like a life art project yes in a way, and yeah. that's what it is and, and and that's how i tell you that's why where i drive from art i see it from other things and i get inspired and creative from my own perspective of how mm -hmm. can i connect it how the future will see it and once i pass away if they want to check it out they can understand my journey and it's the same thing of when it comes to art, like I told you, that's the foundation. What happens if Twitter like bans you and deletes your account? Then, then is lost to the world. Then it's lost. Damn, dude. Because because I, 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 well, you know what? That's kind of how ancient like uh, languages kind of are. Is like you exactly. don't you the understanding of of it has been lost a lot of times and scientists have just like kind of re like kind of figured out how it fits together but they don't understand any of the nuances in the language at that time because it's just lost to history so and I, that's how i see it and, and so are you gonna rig it to do that no. you're gonna all of a sudden like <laughs> right on your deathbed you start writing a bunch of racist shit and they delete your account <laughs> no bro <laughs> the key and to, if they delete it they delete Vic's, it like brilliance is gone now. <laughs> <laughs> nah because I, I don't care about being remembered i think there was yeah, a yeah. I, I just care about what i contribute to this world and what i did in this planet mm. so i do this because that's what i drive and i get inspired by that and that's why i mm. do it but i'm not doing it um, I stopped thinking about that back then. I used to think about that. Oh yeah, I want to be remembered. I want to plant it's, a seed. Yeah, it's a it's but, a. Um, I think a lot of people chase that kind of thing because they they hold value to it. But I think when you break it down, it doesn't give you any value really. Like I mean, it, it sounds cool to maybe be famous, but I think when you break it down, like what benefits do you get out of that? it's kind of not that much like it's, it's kind of nothing it's just like oh and that dude recognizes you hey cool you know oh dope I, that's that's literally the only benefit you get to it right and people just jocking you or something you know what i mean or maybe hating your guts or something you know what i mean like it, in my opinion that's all it is and that's just surface level like props that I, i'd like to cut out of my life and to be honest like it's, it's just not yeah, that's, helpful to you exactly you know? and, and th that that's the, that's the way i see it i yeah. getting I, connected to it i think get, like re making that a, a measure of success in your life is not a good thing to have i think because it doesn't matter and if you're already giving it value then you're you're putting yourself in a real big uh, uh dangerous situation i think because you're gonna now go oh yeah i need this thing i need this thing and it doesn't mean anything exactly yeah and it doesn't mean anything it's like when art if you put the only time art becomes valuable is when you put it in a display. Mm. Other than that, it's not going to be valuable. Yeah. So you, you, we have to put it to judge it, and then it, people are going to start buying it. Yeah. Look at Bansky, what he did. It was like amazing. How, oh, Banksy. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah, he, yeah. how he did that when he put that art and it started cutting up. Yeah. Ba yeah. Banksy is very interesting and like it's one of the like well I don't see so Banksy is like. Um, 
they don't know if it's just one guy or like a multiple. They don't people. know who like, it who, is. They don't know who it is, and I think that's one of the most interesting. But parts if you see the it. documentary of, um, like they're trying to figure out who it is. I think they have a good idea of who it is, but it's like there's no official like statement of who it is or who it isn't. And, uh, it could literally be a man. It could literally be a woman. It could literally be a fucking whole group of people. Yep. You know what I mean? And so I, I think it's that's so cool. But that's the, that's the whole objective that art is free. It's just an expression. Yeah, it, and like it's almost it, it almost makes Banksy's art better because they're not like they're not trying to get fame for themselves. They're getting fame, like or they're getting they're putting something out purely as just art, and you don't tie it to some human form. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and that, that and that's it is a, what it is. And that's the same thing how I, I see art or or um, I use concepts of anything in life. And I um, connect them to what I'm creating. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, no, that that's 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 interesting, and I think. Um, and that's the same thing, you know. How I told you, I started writing without space. I, I don't want to go deep into the whole writing thing, mm -hmm. but um, uh, that's the whole thing. I I wanted to create something that was not normal. Well, yeah, you were doing you were doing something to get to gain something from, right? You were no, like writing I, I didn't that want, way to, to for my knowledge, yeah. I was you were writing to gain... it to 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 make yourself get into a certain mindset, right? Yes. And so uh it wasn't because someone was telling you, in fact you had teachers probably telling you don't do this. And you said, Yeah, but I have value. This gives me value in terms of myself crea creation, right? And uh uh yeah, and you went with that and it you know, a lot of people probably don't understand it, but you get some value out of it. And I think that that's an important thing to have. And and that's the way I think everyone should see art mm -hmm. and not for the it's good to get a break. What people say and you make a living from what you do. And don't get me wrong. That's cool. And who wouldn't like that? Obviously, be an artist for the rest of your life and making money. But the main objective, if you really want to create art, that should be the the substance of what you're trying to express mm -hmm. and trying to give out to others so you can inspire others and they could keep passing it on or mm -hmm. how they say each one teach one or mm. and that, and that's the whole concept of uh, of the art of art creating or creating art yeah and then definitely each one teach one is you know i think that's that's a philosophy that kind of gets um pushes aside a little bit but I think it's really important because hip hop, you know, as we were talking before, is more so moments in time than like just one whole thing. Like the hip hop of when it was first created has evolved to something else and it's continuously evolving. And there's certain, there's a thread that connects it all, uh, which is, you know, largely a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. But, um, every time it's just changing a little bit and so the hip-hop i know is not the, the hip-hop that ken swift knows it's not the hip-hop that cool herc knows it's not the hip-hop that the fucking aliens that are going to take over the world <laughs> and then start breaking and rapping and shit it's not the hip-hop that they know you know yeah. uh and i think that that's a really cool concept that you know it's there's a there's a time element to it yeah, you know, it's a culture that's ever evolving, and um, it, and it's gonna keep evolving. But I think some stuff, like to me, I, I'm not, I don't like this whole uh, internet battling. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why they do that, but hey, man, to each his own. But God, 
hip hop is from energy, from being next to someone. Mm -hmm. So, but hey, they, they think they're pushing the culture. Yeah, the internet um, battling is. Dumb. I look at it like it's the. Remember that B-Boy it's whack, dot, bro. <laughs> remember bboy.org? Yeah, I remember bboy.org. Remember they used to have the like there's like a forum where you post pictures and you can do like a picture battle. It's that. It's the it new is. school it version is. of that. It is. And it's not a real battle. Uh but it sucks that they're pushing it, man. And that's I, the, You know, I mean again, like what I say is like what like, do you value and how does that detract from what you value? If someone actually has it's kind of like the, value in it i'm not gonna knock them for it i think it's stupid but if they're enjoying themselves like who am i to hate on that yeah yeah it's the same thing like mumble rap if people don't like mumble rap but <laughs> hey they don't call it you know mumble I, rap i can't hate it on it i can't hate on it but to me yeah. it's not hip-hop i don't hate me. on what well, you know what actually i think mumble it's a rap different genre i think mumble rap what is yeah yeah i do <laughs> Because, well, here, I'll make the argument. Like, what, what is, uh, what has been the thread that ties everything in hip hop together? Music. It's, it, the, well, it's expression, right? It's expressing, like, what you do, who you are in yeah, a unique but, way through music, through dance, uh, through art. But right? you think just mumbling is, you're doing what, it's like saying, Okay, saying a uh, a person mumbles is considered an art. Well, it's a different tool that they're using. I and I'm not saying that th I think it's the dopest shit ever. I think a lot of it is kind of dumb, but I'm trying to make the argument that I don't think it's necessarily not hip hop because what these guys are doing is they saw a huge history of but rappers that had very clear speech as they were rapping and they said how do we push the envelope what do we do next like what how how do we how how do we push this so that we can do our own thing and we're making some our new a new statement in hip-hop and they said well try the mumble thing like you know what i mean i think what they looked at was like like punk rock music you know like punk rock a lot of it is like screaming and just kind of saying some kind of craziness uh, but then so don't I think you they took they well they looked at that and was like hey you can do that in a hip-hop setting too right and we're not screaming but we're like kind of mumbling in a, in a way that it's you have to look a little deeper to figure out what you're saying but, but don't you think it's a different genre there yeah there's I would say it still fits in the overarching um, just because the sound umbrella of hip-hop well no I think it's because of what created it it's the same it's the same, same concept the of same how basic like i guess foundation created it the same sort of feeling of wanting to 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 take like um feelings from the you know from like a street culture and put it into music and do it in a different way than your predecessors i think that is still very heavily in mumble rap and i would argue that that is more so what creates what well, more so what defines hip-hop than than like a specific type of sound or specific beat pattern or specific so you, way of rapping you know so they they just took they took they took the established hip-hop and changed it in a way that lets them express themselves differently and okay. i think that that's so, okay. exactly what okay. hip-hop so, is so you're i don't necessarily enjoy it i think i mean some of it's okay but i think some, a lot of it's kind of dumb but hey i'm not here to knock something that 
someone uh, has put a lot of passion into. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I don't knock it, but um, when they call it hip hop, I, I still, I don't think it's hip hop. And the reason why is like saying choreography is hip hop. Yeah, well, I think choreography is kind of different because choreography doesn't have those that it doesn't tie into the thread of uh of uh the things that connect hip-hop right is individuality um it's um like expressing yourself but they're still you know, doing they're some using stuff. moves they they what they did is they took like established moves from hip-hop dancing and they put it in a choreography setting you know it's like taking it's like it's like if someone if a ballerina took our moves and did it in ballet does that make ballet hip-hop no it just means that they were influenced by hit the movements in hip-hop to do whatever the fuck they're doing now right and that's what i look at choreography because the thread that ties them in is really just moves and the moves aren't what define hip-hop in my opinion uh i still don't see, I, I see where you're coming from but for me as a i love hip-hop man and um I think it's more about the message that you're projecting, the sound that you're doing. If you, you know, when you first make a beat or anything, it, you're doing that as a, a feeling that you're feeling. Yeah, and I understand yeah, yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. saying mumble rap does the it same still thing. Has, it still has a very similar feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't even understand what they're saying. I know, but you, there's, there's a lot of things you could say. Like, does that, is that what defines hip-hop, not knowing what they're saying? I don't know. Yeah, they're still saying it, something. They're saying something, and you can actually understand it if you listen. <laughs> but but right, look, uh, think about it. The way that you were writing with no spaces, upon first looking at that, it looks like a bunch of jumbled craziness. And then you read it, and you figure out how it was actually laid out. It makes sense, right? It what you were still structuring sentences. The same thing that they're doing. It's just in a unique way, and I think a lot of people just are not open to this the evolution new, of the, it, the, the evolution of it. I mean, I would say that it's, it's a different style of hip hop for sure. Uh, it, it, it's, it's like a new, new style. Um, you know, probably a lot of people would make the argument that the, like you can't um, break to the music and because breaking is like a fundamental part of hip hop that now, because you can't really break to it, it means that it wouldn't be part of hip hop, but I, I would say that if you stretch your brain around uh, dancing to any style of music or any kind of beat pattern, you can dance to it. It's just different. It just looks different. But I mean, like, right? How how do you define hip hop music? Actually, hold on. Let me take a piss. But All we'll right, come go back. For it. So, what what do you think are the exact qualities that actually define hip hop? Maybe that we should start from there. From the music aspect or Just anything? Just from anything in hip-hop. Like, what makes hip-hop... How, how do you differentiate hip-hop from something else? Any other kind of culture? What, what are the, what are the, the qualities that actually the make elements. it hip-hop? Sure, well, the, the elements, but what is it that ties those elements together? It's uh, expression of art. Or I don't know, well, because because expression of art is kind of in a lot of different things, right? Yeah, it, I mean it's in rock, but, music, it, I, but that's I, not hip hop. You know okay, if you're talking about music, um, in the sense of it has to be, it doesn't always have to be boom bap sound, but yeah, sure. 
But that's the that's the first genre that I that I came to. Uh, that's the first thing that we heard, right? It was the boom bap. But all right, if you really break down music, it's like you could listen to R and B, right? Mm-hmm. And it has the same thing, but it's a different sound. Yeah. Now, if you put mumble rap or any other thing, they they rap. Would you understand? Well, you say you, they do understand a little bit what they're saying, but their music sound is different. Mm-hmm. And and it has evolved throughout the years where there's no just boom bap. Mm-hmm. It, it, it changed. And it was more about what people were rapping, right? And now it's more about what it sounds like and the melody, more like R&B. Mm-hmm. So... To me, the sound of hip hop is that boom bap, the the snares, the not. It's, it's what you're used to, though. But is that what actually defines hip hop? Like that, because well, that because tradi- I mean, hip hop has been around for 60, 50, 60 years, right? Some, maybe a little bit more. And throughout that time, it's almost eighty to ninety percent been boom bap sound so we're used to that obviously yes. and that's what we're going okay that's what defines hip-hop but when i think when you break when you look deeper is that is it is jazz is more jazz it's well so i'm going back to how hip-hop was first created right what did they have to work with how was it what was the means that made it become what it is you had a dj that was playing a pre-existing record uh mixing it in such a way that now it's got a new sound right you got an mc rapping talking over it essentially uh in a rhythmic way putting some poetry or whatever it's turning some pre-existing thing into something else you got dancers who are just throwing out random dance moves getting a certain feeling in them making them want to do something else like in my mind it's that raw energy that comes from just a live setting mixed with uh putting a a flip on stuff like creative creatively taking something that is there and turning it into something new making art out of like pre-existing things and i think you can you can break down each of the elements and it all fits into that i mean breaking is for sure like that i mean we got so many different i mean it evolved from like just fucking kids rolling on the floor to like new moves now we've got people like literally flying doing 50 90s and whatever the fuck like that has always had like a um evolution it's like it's an evolution in such a way where we took like pre-existing kind of uh processes uh uh moves everything and we've put a new spin to it and that's how breaking has evolved um you same thing with music it's always been like we got this technology here that's allowing us to play a pre-existing jazz record now we made a we took the break from it we looped it we added some new horns or whatever we added a baseline yeah. to it we got a new song now now we got someone who's rapping over it um we're we have we're taking knowledge from the past to make to make our new art right and we don't in the form of the art doesn't matter the what it is is that we have this personal attachment to it and it's a unique it's a unique perspective to it. That's one of the things that ties it all together is everybody is putting a unique perspective into this thing 
by taking the 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 all the knowledge that sits on their shoulders and creating something from it they're you know? flipping it yeah sort of yeah uh graffiti same kind of way yeah. they're looking at existing structures and they want to make a statement about something on that structure so the location of it matters the colors you're using matters the statement of it matters all that stuff matters and you're putting it down there turning a pre-existing building or surface into something new right um you know i'm seeing i'm seeing same way yeah like your it's, it's you're taking poetry you're taking uh uh, uh, uh rhyming patterns t Schemes, talking patterns similarly. and you're taking those all existed before and now you're putting it onto this new spin of let's put it on music let's try it to this beat let's try this different pattern let's try to use this type of poetry let's use different type of poetry let's make our own poetry and put it on here but you know the thing that threads it all together i think is more so that than a specific type of move a specific type of instrument a specific type of uh uh spray can or whatever you know like yeah, yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. i i think i think the the me right the medium yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. the medium i don't think is necessarily defining the art i think the art is defining what makes sense to use in the medium right um so that's what i would argue is actually is the real hip-hop so then when i if i was to look at something like mumble rap i think it fundamentally still fits into that picture it's just something we're not used to because it's so different from the the 80 percent 90 percent of other shit that we've seen since before then but if you look at hip-hop it's always had a new spin on it every generation and i think we've always like kind of we've always kind of looked at it going like ah oh, i don't know about this new shit and then eventually we open up to it and go like you know no, this is hip-hop the people that are making this had the same feeling i did when i was making my shit and uh who am i to say that that isn't hip-hop when they are literally creating it in the same manner that i did and they wanted to be different in the same manner that i did they just did it in a different way right they decided to mumble instead of clearly rapping or fast rapping or slow rapping or you know doing whatever the fuck old dirty bastard used to do kind of like offbeat rapping yeah. like they're just doing it in a different way you know so i would argue that it for sure is hip-hop it's just something it's just some. it's the newest i thing. never saw it like that but uh, now i get what you're saying yeah and you're right and i never seen it like that i thought to me was always like yo man this is the hip-hop sound this is what hip-hop is about yeah well obviously we grew we grew through that but anything that you have a change or anything changes we 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 don't adapt to it first mm -hmm. but it, it's it's something normal that we look at it and be like yo man this is not this is when i first heard it i was like yo this is not hip-hop how are people calling it hip-hop but the way, a lot of it's kind of dumb in my opinion but but the way you're explaining it it is from the same thing they're they're looking at one concept and they're flipping it yeah and it's elevating and it's um it drives through all everything yeah. from all elements and i mean i think the other thing to look at too is that they are taking like their life experience which is way different than ours right because they're living in a different time really i mean like they, they were yes, younger yes, at yes, a different yes. time period um and then they're translating that into an art right they're still doing that the same way that we did it it just the result is different you know and that's because they had different experience and you could say that that's how every period in hip-hop has been you're taking your life experience and putting it into this thing to make your art 
right? That's exactly how they did it. We're just in a, we're, I think the world has just changed so much in the last evolved. like 10 or 20 years that it's just, I think if you were born after the age of like the internet, you it's hard to imagine how it was before that. Me and you were born like right when computers first kind of started like being around and like the internet wasn't even a thing like and so we saw we were the transition generation really between it but then there's obviously like guys that were like their their prime was way before that you know and so they're coming in here like totally really not understanding how that is or maybe they do but uh, they definitely weren't like dancing yeah, this yeah, time. yeah. now there's guys that dance afterwards so yeah. we all have different experiences and just i think we just had such a big big shift in the world and culture and stuff that that's just translating into a new form of hip-hop you know? I I agree, and and it has been changing. So, and we just have to adapt to it, whatever what is happening now. But and hopefully, the real people that keep the essence alive um, keep doing it and yeah. keep um, the understanding of what the art aspect of of this dance is about. So it's like the whole thing going with the Olympics. It's um they're calling it a sport when um yeah. it does drive through athletics but it's really an art form mm -hmm. so i don't think it's a sport but i don't knock on, on what the olympics are doing or whatever they're doing but it's the olympics um but it's just not me it's you know it's the same thing as mumble rap i see mumble rap it's cool mm -hmm. but they're it's just not they're me. doing their thing yeah like, exactly hey, you can't hate on props it because, to that props to you for doing your thing yeah you know that's, yeah, it's, that's how i see it's it hard too. it's hard to do your own thing in a world that wants you to do what they want you know what i mean exactly so i gotta give massive props to anybody doing that and so um you know and then with the olympics it's like i think i think the olympics is cool because i think a lot of people like it and want it and but i'm definitely in the camp where uh i think that it's yeah, it, it's youth? not a sport. It's not a sport, right? And so when I see an art kind of trying to pretend to be a sport, I have a lot of questions about it. And which is which is why I've always had questions about battling. I mean, like I think battling is a fundamental part of hip hop, right? But well, because because we see battling the, different. We see battling more as talking and yeah, yeah, exactly. Translation. Like it's it's it's. I've never looked at a battle as a competition. I mean, it, it is, it is, but it's more. No, we of like, made it a competition, yeah, but it's really not a competition. It's, it's got competitive nature, but in my, in my, cause, cause in a battle, it's a win. You do win or lose. Right. But is that something that fits in the category of a sport? I don't think so because the way of winning is in a lot of different ways. Like you, there's not rules like a chess match where like a certain move like as if you if you you can like corner your opponent into a certain thing and then they they, they just have to they will lose you know what i mean it's yeah, not or it's yeah. not like basketball where you score enough points and you're gonna win yeah it's like when you like to win a battle it's it's and there's certain it's physical conflict it's it's mental conflict there's all these challenges that are involved with it and ultimately it's like who can express themselves in the way that that makes the most sense and everyone and resonates with people and, and i think that's really how you're winning the battle and that's not something that's easy to turn into a sport you know what i mean um 
you know, they're trying to do it saying, oh, yeah, B-Boy needs to have this type of style or this type of move. No, they need to execute in this certain way. But yeah, I, I, I honestly think, I honestly think, uh, like I said, I, I'm not knocking on the Olympics, but I don't think we need it. I think we already had what we have. And um, obviously they needed us. So um, we don't need any of it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, exactly. That's the, that. the point is, is we don't need any of it. But I don't. It opens doors. I don't think that it detracts. If if we know what it what what hip hop is, and we know and we're striving for that, I don't think it necessarily detracts from it. I think if anything, it's just a new challenge to get around. Because you know, I want the Olymp- I want someone to see the Olympics and go like, "Wow, I wanna I wanna really learn more about what this is." Because this is something that I've never seen before. You yeah. know, I mean, like when I first saw breaking, that's yeah, how I exactly. felt. It's like, exactly. I'm so used to like, you know, other sports or martial arts or whatever. And I'm so used to that. And then I come and see breaking and it, it breaks all those rules. It says, hey, you don't need to you need you don't need to do this in any way that we're saying you got to do it. You know, yep. whereas in like basketball, they're like, OK, you got to shoot this certain way. You got to step in this way. You got to have, you know, and it's the, the same thing as skating, too. Like if you look at skating, yeah. it's about tricks. It's about. Yeah, it, it, there's like mo- there's just more of a defined um, path to go. And, but hip hop says don't do that. Like you do. Exactly. What we value is your creativity, your individuality. And so it doesn't really fit into that world anymore, you know. And so uh, I hope. I hope that that sticks around in the Olympics. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I have a lot lot of questions about how you would actually do that. And I probably... I don't think so. I think... I mean, I have kind of a pessimistic look at it that it's not going to happen. And it's just going to be like a... You know... A A battle. uh, An exchange. Who can do a move better contest. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I, I like... The Olympics is cool. It's the same thing as you putting a, a a bigger jam, and all they do is battle. And like how you said, it's it's dying. When we used to go to jams, we didn't care about the battles. We didn't care about the main stage. We cared about the ciphers, and mm-hmm. we care about someone that came out of town. Let's call them out. So yeah, that, yeah. that that's that's what it was about. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not knocking on it. I just um, wish them the best. I mean, but. Um, when they call it a sport, it is something like, oh, you know, it's we did this for so many years as a artist of expressing and um, they're trying to change. It's like when they call it break dancing and then, you know, breaking and yeah, it, it, there's little things. But like we say, when we see change, we just have to adapt to it. And yeah. it's something new that we don't know how. And we're going to figure it out, obviously, throughout the years and how you say we're going to keep growing. Yeah, I guess. What would be like if you were on the commission or committee or whatever for the Olympics, what would you be trying to push in order to preserve, like to still do the, the Olympics, gestures, man? But to still the gestures, that's what, what I is a gesture like, you know, oh no, cocking and stuff, yeah, yes, that's kind of all that because that's the essence of it of being with someone, battling someone, not. Um, I do this move and you do this move. I think that will. But would that actually? But that would that still get across the? No, if, the, if we do it, we have to put a cipher. We have to put um, 
real uh, the not real music but the music that's now it's like very robotic you can't even feel the drums you can't feel the soul the energy of what music for sure now so um i think the music um the gestures of what a b-boy the burns um and people doing more footwork (laughs) yeah because that, that's that's what represents us. That's what represents this dance is the footwork. When a lot of cats don't do footwork, mm-hmm. so uh, I think those are the main things. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at it going. If I wanted someone to really fall in love with the art of of breaking, um, and I wanted them to somehow go from like from basically never seeing breaking ever, and then watching the Olympics, and then going down a path that leads them to falling in love with the hip-hop that me and you love okay what's how 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 do you want that journey to go because i think definitely they're gonna come in and see a bunch of basically fucking gymnastics to music right and they're gonna say that's cool like what okay what's the next step that they need to do you know what they really need to do they make need to put a damn live band Mm. that will make that when i break to a live band you're in another world. Mm. It's a way different feeling hearing the drum in front of you than hearing the music and the DJ. It really, it, it, it or you could have the DJ and have a live drum, a, a live, so you could feel the emotion of of the music and live. Would, and do you think and that that would? So like a, it changes your perspective. It really does. Well, sure for the for the dancers, yeah, for sure. But I'm saying for like, an audience, for then an audience, what you, what would they get from they, seeing that? I don't think they'll get it from seeing it. I, you you have to experience the whole going to a jam. You have to experience graffiti. No, I know, you have but to experience somebody who's so if I would if I would if, if, okay if I would have done the Olympics. I'll put graffiti in the background. I put okay, yeah. like I'll make the whole scene of what hip hop's about. I, I put the DJ. I put the whole feeling of what, um, but it's not. It's gonna be two athletic people going at it. So it's they're never gonna feel that feeling that when you go to a jam, hearing an MC no, talk. So well, yeah, it's impossible so, uh, to for them to experience it just yeah. a visual thing. Because even if you bring a when when I brought my um, friend to a uh, a jam, <clears throat> what he experienced, what he told me, he goes like, "Yo," and he wanted to get involved. He goes like, "Oh man, I want to learn," and uh, breaking. <laughs> but the reason it got him involved because it's the experience that that got him there, that feeling of being around people doing graffiti, um, MCs rapping, <laughs> um, everything, you know. And, and they're not gonna get that. They're not gonna get that in the Olympics. Yeah, it's the same thing as the the internet going thing right now. You don't, you're not feeling it. Like, come on, bro. You. But so I know I know that you're not gonna get that from it. But let's say you're gonna design a way for them to eventually find that. You're you're on the committee specifically to do that. So when someone sees this, completely knowing nothing about hip hop, how, like. You know, I, what, what what is going to be that transition? You know, because they're going to obviously see dancing. They're going to say, what the heck is this? What is going to be the next thing that they're going to see that makes them go, let's look deeper into this? And then well, the, what's and then what's that thing that they're going to actually look deeper into? I, to be like, honest, I don't think you could do that. The only way is by 
I mean, knowledge. you can. Be, well, you can By because express, it happened to you. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. See, but you're seeing it as I'm seeing it as just a normal person that just watches the Olympics and sees breaking. Mm -hmm. And the only way to teach that feeling is through ed education. I have to explain it to him for him to understand it. Yeah. Having well, a committee, a committee talking about it, or anybody. Ex Like when when we go when we used to go back to jams, there was people talking about it. Yeah, for it sure. Was, it wasn't you go to a jam and you just battle and bounce. That's what everybody does now. Yeah. But back then, no, there was a thing, and there was people doing graffiti, and there was it was the whole experience. So if if say you had the right person like commentating on a battle, you think that would be one of the elements that's going to help push this? Or what? No, man, it's not gonna push it. <clears throat> it really is not. But I'm I'm saying if you had full reign on this, even thing, if if I well, then I'll make it like a, a straight jam, a raw. Like, not it's not gonna be on the stage. It's gonna be in the bottom. We're gonna okay, have a yeah, cipher. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a cipher. We're gonna have your crewmates over here, and we're gonna what the real essence is about. Okay. Yeah. And, and if it's gonna go to a, a broader audience, obviously you're not gonna fight, and that's it. That's yeah. that's the only objective <laughs> of the thing. You're not gonna. There's so, not so what I'm getting from it, what you're saying is that the way to do it is to let it be what it is, and keep the cameras and the lights and stuff as minimally invasive as possible, and have like a regular jam yes. showing. Getting, you know, having these cameras really depict what we're all used to, but don't, don't, um, don't overly like uh, get involved with what's happening on the floor because that's like its own thing. You're just an a, a observer of it, and you're getting the cameras in the right spot so that you can actually observe it correctly, as if you were someone who just walked into a jam, didn't know what the fuck it was, and now you're seeing it. And going like this is the really this is some dope shit. Yes, yeah, because so like, I'm like, trying. I'm looking at it like when I okay, first when okay, it first happened let me, to me. me right? Wait, wait. Let me explain to you this. <coughs> you saw the last Red Bull, right? Yeah. Did you experience the same thing when Fuck there was no. people in exactly? Yeah. So exactly. so that's what I'm saying is like I want I want them I want someone who's watching the Olympics for the first time uh, or seeing breaking for the first time through the Olympics. To have that same feeling that you and I did when we just walked into a random ass jam and was like, this shit is dope. Let's go. Yeah, but see, this, is the, this, this is the problem. People look at hip hop as bad. They don't look at it. They don't understand the education of hip hop. So most people that are looking at it, they see it as, oh, this is something that is not good. But sure. But I mean, when you were younger, did you feel like that about hip hop? No, nah, because uh, I got into it because... I love the culture. I love what it stands for. The that we brought every single well, race. You, okay, so you were introduced for it into it at a young age, so it was always kind of part of your life. But yes. let's imagine there's somebody who did grow up like having kind of a, a you know a negative association with hip hop, but then they came in and seen some random shit, some breaking, and go like, "Oh man, what's this? I want to see more of this." And then eventually finding out that that actually is part of hip hop. But it's through education. You have to talk to, <coughs> you have to express it to others. Hey, you can't. You can, okay. That feeling. I, I think that, you're misunderstanding what I'm trying to say. Because, because um, what I'm saying is like you have you have the ability right now to completely design um, 
this uh, this jam, I guess, in a, in such a way that you can replicate the feeling you had that made you really fall in love with hip hop. How do you do that on a big stage like this to a random person in the Olympics? How do you do that? You have all the, the money in the world. Basic scenario: How it all started. Okay, so so you want to have a a, a, a a live band with a live a DJ, band, a, a dope DJ. DJ. You want to have good music. You we need to have we, intimate uh, setting. You want to have good dancers. You want to have um, more of a cipher. Uh, yeah, a very raw, a raw environment. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be a big old freaking circle. No, I know exactly. It has to be a small little circle, and there's people in the background okay. giving you love. The, the whole. So then the so then. So then these, you know, you have that. So you have a, a situation where you have that. And now you have like cameras or whatever that are um, somewhere hidden in a way that it's not affecting the mood of a jam, right? The vibe of it. Um, is that is that the way to do it? I don't think there's a a, a, a right way to do it. It, it. This is the whole point. The whole, I, I see where you're coming from, but the only way <clears throat> to experience anything of this has to be in person sure so that's so that's in, so way. that's what i'm saying that's what you're that's that's what you're doing you're designing this so when they when they see it on tv they go oh okay uh this is something interesting and then like say on the olympics they go here's a live event that's happening in the next month or whatever they flash it on screen or whatever and then that's where they go to get the live experience right so i'm saying <laughs> design like I guess okay. an itinerary okay. to okay. get someone from seeing it from the first point at the Olympics to straight up learning how to break fucking dancing and becoming like me or you. You know what I mean? How could someone do that if you laid out a whole path? And this is over. You know, it could be over like a set of years too. You know what I mean? Like, but how do you, how do you help them get down that rabbit hole from that initial point of seeing seeing breaking on 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 a Olympic stage? <clears throat> it has to be the rawness, man. I, I know, I see, I, I understand what you're saying, and you're saying like creating a cipher, creating live music, having the two crews battle each other. But I, I just I'm saying replicating the feeling you that can, you had. Bro, you can't. You really can't. But you can. Cause, explain cause me you what you did it. I did it. Yeah, yeah. But how can you explain it? Um, through an audience if they if well so okay let me see. so you're, what you're, what, you're. what got me involved in hip-hop i saw someone break and i thought that was interesting and so i started looking deeper into it right okay and i was just a curious person so i looked into it then i tried it thought it was really fun and kept going i mean it's pretty straightforward yeah but that we right now in the Olympics, you have the ability to really like gain a huge, a bigger audience, right, and more people involved with it. If they go through that same, that same transition that I did and what you did, right? Yes. So they need to go. This is cool, you know, and and see the stuff that I saw when I first saw it, right? I saw like a community. I saw uh, cool music. I saw um, uh, just. Like I didn't even see a competition, you know what I mean? I just saw people dancing, and I thought that that was dope. And it reminded me a lot of like those old fucking like kung fu movie like fights and stuff. And it was just it seemed like so fluid in the motions, and it just that's what really got me um, to really like it and look deeper into it, right? Um, so how do I get somebody 
who first sees it in the Olympics to go down that same rabbit hole that I did. And I think, yeah, it, it involves showing them the rawness of it from the get go. Right. Yes. Like so that you're showing the Olympics in such a way that it looks like you just stumbled into a fucking hype ass jam. Right. Like you just stumbled into the rawest fucking thing. Well, you need a great MC. Definitely. You need a great DJ. Yeah. You need, uh, I believe live. I, I enjoy having a live band. I think the live band is, is very helpful. I think um, definitely showcasing an intimate setting is it is key to it. Um, ha, it does, not <clears throat> big lights, very yeah. Um, the lights need to be less intrusive. Very dim. Um, you have to have obviously the music um, and people looking fresh. It's just the <laughs> you need to have the right people involved. For yes, sure. you really yeah, do need yeah, the right yeah. people and. Um, I think I, I don't think that's what they're trying to head for. I, I don't think I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but yeah, if I was to guess, probably not. Um, I imagine it's going to look more like the, the youth Olympics where it's just kind of like out on a stage somewhere and call up the battle, the person who's battling and just do the battle. And that, that's it. Yeah. And um, the same thing as skating. Skating's going to be the same way, like <clears> how <throat> they have the X Games. So yeah, I'm yeah, guessing. yeah. But when you really break you look at skaters and the things they do i think it's the closest thing we got to breaking skating yeah so uh um, it's very well it's very raw man very similar i think from um, moves you i think create mixed your martial moves. arts is very similar to it yeah too. that yeah. too um yeah no I, but uh, <clears throat> what you're saying I, I, it's hard to um make seeing it from an audience it's like it's more than than it's more yeah yeah it's but see me and you we still went down the path as that first being an audience member and then becoming an actual participant right so that's what i'm saying is how do we design a way to to get a random person to, to also get more go, people get involved to get to, to go down that same path because like what i would hate to see is just some, go to a real b-boy jam or breaking jam i want them to eventually jam. i want them to get That's, to be interested enough in what is actually hip-hop to actually go to that next event but that's the only from way the olympics that, you know what i mean yeah but that's the only way they have to go to a real jam yeah exactly that's they have the, to they that, have to so that's the overall goal right yes so and, how do you do that from the olympic from them seeing it on the tv on olympics That's the only chance you have to do it. How do you do it? That's what I'm saying. I'll make a small little cipher. Not small, but pretty small. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a one-on-one, -on -one, right? You know, who, you, you, you know what make you feel an experience? Uh, what changed my life when I went to Outbreak. Okay. I went to Outbreak, Florida. <clears throat> and um, I saw so I was there's like thousands of ciphers and the jam was going on and the ciphers were still going down. They're like better than the competition. Yes. Yeah. So if I want to really have a, a real thing, then I'll have people battling and people ciphering around it. Mm. I think if you really want to feel that essence of everyone dancing, it, it, you could have that scenario and look at what it's just people dancing and having fun and, and just. Mm. Yeah, now. yeah so then so you're the you're the guy shooting this all right i'll have i'll have a, a small little cipher i'll have ciphers all around it 
people breaking. I'll have great music. I'll have a live band. And they better dress fresh. Like, obviously, they're going to give them, like, their well, own little thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you structure the competition in any special way? I wouldn't. I will never stop saying, oh, here comes a, <laughs> um, a B-boy's name. I'll keep it going nonstop. Like, oh, we need up, but the music will still be going. You've been to a jam, so no, it, I know, I have, but um, I'm, 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 the reason I'm like being so particular about this is because I don't think anybody's actually put thought into this. They're just like fucking, let's just put on a stage and fucking let people break, and we're gonna do some random ass music. But if we really want to design like a path for somebody who knows nothing about breaking to go down the same feeling as we did when we first stepped into a a, a, comp, a, 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 a jam, how do you make them go through that same feeling? through the through the met through the the medium of olympics how do you do I that think, uh, i want to create if, if you, that same if you want to watch if you watch the videos anything on outbreak i think that that's the perfect or oh the summer jam what's it called the uh, well if you're watching it through youtube that's that's what that, that but do you think someone would have got that through watching it from youtube if they never saw breaking no before? yeah that's what yeah, i tell you you have that's to what experience. I'm saying. so like how do you but I want it's hard it's a, it, it is it's a very hard thing I mean in my opinion what you what need would to do, you do let's see yeah I don't know I it's hard because I think you want to show a rawness you know the rawness that we all experienced and like you said like when you walked into outbreak you saw all these ciphers and your attention drove more to these ciphers and seeing what the heck is going on with those right so most of your attention throughout the whole thing the whole event was on ciphers right yeah and calling out people and yeah and exchanging so so from the olympics perspective we want to show that right how do you do that you could you could probably structure the competition in such a way where that that's a piece of how they actually win the competition right you get what i'm saying yes i see you get I what see, i'm saying i see where you're like you're, you're structuring the whole event so that you see hip-hop in the way that we're, we won't like really want to portray it instead of just a fucking gymnastics on a stage to me to music you know well, look, hardest look, move but, wins look look if you put anything in <clears throat> television there's restrictions so there you, is so you're, you're you're not gonna but i'm telling you think outside of the box how do you do that if i would because this is the, you literally only then have a live one band chance. a you live band chance. a live band has to be there yeah for and, sure and um obviously the dj but um, I think that's the only thing that that's the only closest thing that could change it, the, a live band. So I, I, yeah, no, I think definitely th that helps create the right environment. Um, and then I would say because having ciphers as part of the way the means that you win this competition is going to be very key. Um, and being it, making that not intrusive to the event, but having it very clear to. The observer that that is how to win or that is how to do this with the right way right yeah so I, I i really don't know how to do it it's hard to it's hard to visualize it and put it in a camera so they could feel that it, it's very hard i mean i would say because look when yeah. you first saw your first vhs yeah it wasn't the same feeling when you went to a gym wasn't no so you just saw it as um what everybody's gonna see it as just people dancing but they don't even understand what we're doing so they're just seeing it more as an athletic sure thing and it's the same thing when i used to skate when i was younger so when i did it i, I didn't know 
the story about skating until I started doing it. Mm -hmm. I first saw it, oh yeah, I could do a kickflip or I could do a 360 flip or anything. Mm -hmm. And But once you got involved with the culture and people doing it, and it's different. I, well, so here, I, I would say, look at it like this. Um, we got, uh, hold on. This is a great subject. Yeah, no. Uh, the, um, like a movie, for instance, like a sad movie, right? At the end of the movie or whatever, you'll you'll feel a certain way about it right it makes you feel love it makes you feel sadness maybe even anger or whatever like a movie is able to do that right it's it's replicating a real life emotion right and i want to figure out a way to replicate that same emotion in the olympic setting that made you fall in love with hip-hop okay like the, how do you okay, do that okay that's you know what, what it saying. is i found the answer the answer is the b-boys okay and B-girls. Like the right ones? Like yes. the, the ones that are really dope? And yes, the ones because watching them throw their energy and really trying to express themselves is what's going to make other kids want to do it. Mm. That's going to be the main, that's the main source. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I think, I think having the right representatives in yes. there. Um, which, I mean, yeah, I... Because if, if, if you think about it, if you, when, you, when you went to the jam, the first thing that made you want to do it is looking at him doing it. Mm -hmm. And curious, oh man, how does he do it? And then obviously you start understanding more about it. But that's what made you. It's the person that did it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's the kinds of things. So it's the main thing. It, it's the person that... The people that they choose. Okay. And so how do you, how would you depict that on camera? Um, what's, what's, what would be the most favorable way to depict that? You know, like obviously that's you have the right That's vibe. why judges are, uh, the judges are very important too. Yeah. Well, I, I would argue that like, if I'm trying to portray hip hop, I want to have the, the, the judges kind of like not really be the focus of it because i want the dancing to be yes, the focus yes. of it i do want people to understand a judging system in place right um but i don't want that to be the focus because i don't want the competition to necessarily be the focus but i do want them to understand that there is a competitive nature of this art that we do and this is how it depends and depends how on, to be successful it at depends that. on the breaker man it really does because it's how the breaker expressed himself if he wants to battles over if he's all yo you're whack and he leaves it's not you're not gonna feel that emotion of him holding his hand and doing yo you, we both killed it i understand what you did yo i cooked you i smoked you yeah I so so it, it's that's that's the whole thing is like when you go to a cypher when you're battling in a cypher you know when you lost yeah it's, it's like i don't need to get a validation from no one i know when i lost like you go 15 rounds you're not just gonna go and, and you're not gonna do a round with 160 moves you're gonna do you're gonna go out and you're gonna do one move he's gonna go out he's gonna do one move you're gonna go out you're gonna do you know it, it's the exchange and when you when you do it in an exhibition that's why i never did exhibitions because you're doing a thousand moves in one and he's doing a thousand moves in one and you don't even notice one of the in intricate moves that you're doing Mm. So when you're in a cypher environment, it's more about like, yo, I'm going to go in and I'm just going to do tops. Can you do tops? Mm. 
oh, I'm going to go in. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to do footwork. Can you do footwork? Yeah. And, and that's the difference. So, but when you go in a, in a, in a big environment of you're going to do tops, footwork, windmills, you're going to do everything. So it, it's hard for, it all depends on the dancer of how he expresses himself and how uh, a, the, he translates with the other dancer. Yeah. Would a cipher setting um, make the most sense for yes. a, for a, the act, for structuring the competition around? Like, ima like ima just imagine, no, my bad. Just imagine skating in an actual park than skating in an actual X Games. Yeah. Well, the feeling is it's way different. different. Yeah, it's different. So if, if they have, if they start doing shows in the street and this guy's just doing this, it changes the whole feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to change the feeling. I want it to be the same that, you know, that we, you know, that we want to have, you know, in the, it's the feeling that we want to promote, right? Uh, I want, I want to, I want to replicate that in that same setting, in, in, a, in a, olympic setting um what do you think of the idea of having like a um like a cypher of doom or whatever you know like a big ass cypher and all the all the competitors are just in it and you just say fuck it hour goes and we're gonna have battles here and just see what happens i think okay maybe they you have, have they, a set of them maybe you have the, like a series of them like maybe they did that we did that at headhunters jam and it was yeah. mad it it's was chaotic though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um I remember um Clue and Mikey were in it. I was injured at that time. But um they wouldn't even let them go out. Like these, yeah. these and, you and, got when, these when, I, and when you go when my bad, when you go to Outbreak, <clears throat> when I went to Outbreak, I experienced that. Yeah. So when I went to uh and it was in Florida, it was I believe it was the one of the last ones. I'm not sure. But when I went, like people were fiending to just go out. They were not even their etiquette on ciphers were not even yeah, yeah. they were not even there. Yeah, no. So, I would say the cipher of doom creates a bunch of fucking like piranha b-boys, you know? Yes. Like it's just an artificial like uh need to go and dance like go out when you don't need to go out, you know? Exactly. And, and that's something that And there's people that are trying to show off when they're really whack. Yeah, that, that, that's the problem I've always had with the Cypher of Doom. I think it's dope cuz some of the dopest shit I've ever seen is in like a so Cypher of Doom like the like the one um from B-Boy Summit like no, that wasn't B-Boy Summit. What the fuck was that? B-Boy Unit? The one know. where like uh it was like KML Oh, uh, I know. There, I, I think I Migas, know what motherfucking was it in Florida or yeah, was I it? think it was in Florida. People Pro Am? Pro Am. Was it Pro Am? The ultimate cipher. That's what yeah, it was. I, yeah. I think I think I it mean, was Pro Am. Uh like Flowmaster and KML were going at it. That was a crazy battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that shit was tight. Then if that was, I think that was B Boy Summit then. Wait, it might, I think it was Pro Am actually. But anyways, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um but like the uh I think some of the dopest battles I've seen have come out of that situation, but I also think that this artificial need to fucking go out needs to not be a part of it. And I don't know how to do that, but I do think that a, a more uh, cipher-like competition environment is what we should strive to have 
to be a part of like the Olympics world. I think that that would be a really cool thing to see. I don't know. It makes it much more complicated, but I do think that if there was a way to do it, that's what we should do. Yeah, I I, th I think so too. It, it shouldn't be on a stage. It shouldn't be with a hundred lights. It shouldn't be your homies way the hell over here and I'm way over here to battle. The objective of the whole thing is was you're around your people, you're around your crew. And they're they're cheering you on. Even if you do whack, they're still hyping you up. Mm -hmm. They're still keep going, and that, that's that's the whole feeling that um, when you battle, you know, when you're going down in a cipher and you're battling, uh, dude, and you know you crash, but you still come out like, yo, I smoked, yeah. I killed you, I look fresh. And then your homies will still tell you, yo, you killed them. But even though you did whack, they're still giving you hype, and that, that that's the feeling. Mm. And um, they need that environment. But to have that. On TV, you can't have it. It's you hard. To, it's hard to portray for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a, definitely a huge challenge in that. But I would like to at least try that. Yeah. Know, like try, try to do, give a best effort to do that because it just. I think it just sets us up to succeed a little bit more if we're at least striving for that. If we have at least some defined like vision of what we want this to look like. And I think honestly, I think the people or now breaking it's getting way too soft and mm. the whole objective of breaking is to like smoke your your friend and at the end shake his hand mm. even though he's your friend if he's really biting call him a biter like yo you need you're biting already yo you repeated it. it's not like oh i'm i'm cool with you mm. once this whole thing is over then yeah we could shake hands and have respect mm. respect your art but it has to be um and that's what's missing. Everybody's like, oh, I'm friends with you. So, uh, like, I'm giving you love. Yeah, you could give them love. But still, like, yo, I'm going to smoke you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you notice, even competitive people now, go, they wait until someone to be a strategy, a strategy to win. Like, dude, mm -hmm. I practiced for so long. Why should I be waiting when I know I could smoke yeah. you? I, I don't like that whole like let's wait to see who goes first. It's like, it's like, it's whack, man. It, it looks it, so dumb to me. I, I've always, I've always gone by the rule of if someone doesn't go in the first like ten seconds, just fucking go. Like it's not a big deal. Like, and dude, that's maybe like in a competitive world, maybe not the most strategic way to win. But like, I just don't bro, give a fuck enough to like exactly. To, like, to care enough to not do it. And if I, I mean, if the song really sucks, then I probably would be like, ah, I'm just not it feeling does this. Suck. It does but suck. Like, when the, when the song sucks. Let's say, given the song is pretty good, I'm not going to play the waiting game. You know what I mean? I hate Like, that, the bro. only reason I would be playing the waiting game is if I'm battling with a friend and it's like, you want to go first or do you, do I want to go first? You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like, let's wait for this fool to go. Cause I don't give a fuck about that guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I just want to get that, down. Yeah. You know? That's exactly how I was. I was like, I hate when people just wait. And then that's the whole thing. Like now you look at it. It's like, yo, I want to wait. And so I could win. It's like, bro, you've been training so hard. You know, you could smoke and what are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, the scene has changed and, and the way we see it, and that's why, like you say, it became more of a competitive one-on-one -on -one thing. Yeah. It's no more crews. Like, back then, it was just crews. You go out with your crew, you go smoke another crew. It, well, like, what's the what's the real benefit of waiting, really? Like, it's, break it down. I mean, I don't understand it. I I mean, I can understand what people are thinking about it. They go, oh, yeah, if, if I go first, uh, I don't have the chance to respond to this round. And I'm like... It, well, if it's judging, if the battle is judging round for round, 
then yeah, I guess that makes sense. But in my opinion, I don't, I kind of judge round for round, but I also I definitely, I put, I, well, yeah, I, I count rounds for sure. But the thing I factor into it is how is a response every single time. And you can respond to any round. Yes. So it, in my opinion, it doesn't matter which round it was. It's the response. You know, you're getting points for a response, right? So you're getting that factored into it. And like, you know, because I mean, like, say I go first and then you go. And then we're saying that matchup right there, round for round, that counts as one point, either me or you. And then the next round after that is going to be me again. And then you, that counts for another point. I kind of think that's, it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't because me going out, you respond to me. Then I go out and respond to you. So it's almost like you kind of need to give a score to both of those, like a half round score. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. I see where you're coming from. Because like, the response still, does matter. You could still do. You, and, and that's what that's what when I'm I judge. You that. That's what I that's what I try to factor into it because I do ultimately do like a round for round thing. But I do. I give like I give a lot of. Uh, extra credit for a good response to something even if those rounds are not matched up to be technically against each other because ultimately round for round is not what defines a battle to me so i don't want to arbitrarily make a judging system that is taking into account something that doesn't actually have value in the overarching uh 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 world of a battle you know you get yeah, what i'm saying yeah 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 like and round for round isn't an actual thing in a battle it's not it's a, a response battle. it's yeah. really the response yeah. yeah it's how he responds to you th through what you do so if you kick that out there's absolutely no reason for this fucking who goes first game anymore exactly it's just a it's just a go go but the reason why is because everybody's friends and everybody's i think it's because they fucking have battles that are like one round long you have one statement to make to it's not a battle but yeah, it's like yeah, you have one statement you, you to have go, a yeah, yeah, and yeah. you want that statement to be in response to somebody you know or maybe but, but there's two know, round battle yeah, whatever you, like you just don't have there's not enough content to actually but that's like, how it evolved develop a battle yeah it, that's how it evolved i don't like if you look at thesis thesis is the one that evolved all that he was or crumbs crumbs was the first guy that did long ass rounds and mm -hmm. thesis you saw thesis doing long ass rounds and uzi uh, rock yeah <laughs> uzi rock does long as rounds so they evolved it to be like that Cause, yeah because you know back then we just go in if you yeah. see it wasn't long rounds yeah. and now they they evolved they now look at hong tanks hell long rounds <laughs> so it is yeah. crazy yeah i mean I, I i don't know how i feel about the long rounds thing i mean i don't want to hate on it i think but I think you can see you can see you can see you can see enough if you understand the art of it. Yeah. And there, there's some people that I mean, need to. I like. I just like I, if, if you notice. I like uh, longer battles. They're just more interesting to me. You yeah, know? but if you even notice, there's people on commentary say, "Oh, that was a short round." Like what? Yeah. It's just the round. Honestly, it's just a round. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, it, it, it's they'll say, "Oh, it's short in comparison to." fucking long ass rounds imagine if i do but, a long ass round with just but, footwork and, and do basic but that's one of the problems i have with that setting like it you know in like red bull setting is like you literally only have two rounds to do anything in so it it's in your best favor to freaking throw everything you got in those two rounds so you have a long ass round already and so then these these commentators or judges or whatever are going like oh yeah that was a short round because he didn't throw fucking everything in that round because there's only two rounds in the battle. But let's say it was like 10 rounds. Like 
You'd exactly. be stupid. Exactly. You'd be an idiot to throw everything in one round because you're going to get tired. You're going to run out of content by the end. And I mean, that's why some of the dopest battles you see, there's like a, a, a fluctuation of like who you think is winning. Like one guy comes out in the beginning and it's just straight killing it, starts getting tired. This guy starts doing way better. Then he hits him with some new shit. And then, you know, this guy gets a second win, comes at it. Like the, the evolution of the battle is like so, it's so cool to see. And with these short ass battles you don't you don't see that anymore and so you know i, I like crew battles because you can just yeah, make it what, long as fuck like and people too. don't get tired that's what i like too yeah so, uh, so i'd rather see more of that stuff yeah in, in my opinion i but. think actually if you want to say about the olympics the i think that's the best thing that will help doing crew battles than having one-on-ones yeah oh yeah that's a good point yeah then, no then I, then yeah. Have, the, having u.s team versus because that when ibe did that it changed the freaking game oh yeah definitely because uh, we saw it more as a perspective of battle of the year we saw cruise but when mm. when um ibe brought people from like yo from the u.s yeah, okay and then the no, people brought it. from japan everybody's like everybody That's was like it. yo it, it gives more of a uh a, a battle type feel yeah no th that's it i think that's it because yeah i mean you have a crew versus a crew that's a cypher yep straight and it, up and your homies are like yo yeah no you already all already have a cypher like environment yeah no with a, i mean if it's a 10 person battle you got 20 people in a circle right there just like hungry to fucking go and and yeah you can set you can just say this is a 30 minute battle we're gonna go and then that's that's the round I, I that's the way or to do if it. They i think do, that's it well to be honest if they want to do the battle they need to do a seven of smoke you'll see it you'll see how tired they get mm. yeah no then do then doing a one-on-one -on -one exhibition because when you do it i did a seven of smoke and psh, Fuck, it's I did, different dude i got i did a seven of smoke it was like the dumbest idea actually it's different bro it, it you did you did it i did what well, here's the thing is i did it but they had this weird system where it was like it it was a seven of smoke but the thing is is you had this like coin or like it's like a betting chip and so you would bet on the round and so like i didn't think about this thing at all i just entered as a seven of smoke and i fucking was winning hell rounds and they counted all my rounds and they said i won it like the most rounds by far out of everybody in there but the th they were doing it by how many coins you had and i didn't bet I, I forgot about the coin when I was doing it. <laughs> like, I just put it in my pocket, and they're like, how many coins you got? And I'm like, I got this one, and I think someone handed me this shit. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And they're like, they're like, oh, but you won. You got the most rounds. But technically on the flyer, it says the person with the most coins wins. That's and this wild. other dude had more coins than me. And I was like, like, he had like one more or something. And I was like, oh so i didn't win because of that and they're like yeah dude we can't technically give it to you because of the the flyer says this was a coin battle and not a fucking seven to smoke and i was like oh that's fucking whack and so like but i wasn't really tripping at the time i was like whatever but it's different i just, right? went, I just went to the jam and then hella people were like why the fuck didn't you win we were counting rounds you like won by like far and i was like whatever i don't give a fuck that's the whole uh, see, i just you did it i just did it for yeah, fun and exactly I, I don't think i was even gonna go to the gym i think i just showed up because my friend was gonna be there and, uh, you just entered i just entered and i don't know decided to go off i guess I but know. you see how it is when you do a seven to smoke it's way different it's yeah. way different yeah. than having 
you going out round one, yeah. one round. and that was the last one I did because after that I was like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, stump seven of smokes are boring, but if you if you they are because you start you see people start getting tired, they can't do what they want to do, but that's really what it's about. That's that's the art aspect of it. Mm. It's the whole objective is you coming out because your mind has to be thinking like, yo, I have this in the bag, I have this in the bag, all the moves. Mm. It's like when you battle in a cipher, you're. It's like this. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, oh, okay, I could do this and I could go back and relax <laughs> and then come back and know what I can <laughs> do. Nah, in a cypher environment, you don't do that. You just keep yeah. going. And you, you catch on moves from what he's doing. Like if he yeah, does. It's a, it's a conversation. And yeah, that's exactly. The, the truest way to really talk, I mean, explain it. It's a conversation. Like you're always responding to something. Exactly. And when you go, it's like when it's. When you go out of country or anywhere, they don't know how to speak your language, but they know how to speak your language through dancing. So mm -hmm. it is. It's a conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and I mean, in my opinion, I think if you're going to judge battles, the conversation has to be a factor in it. You know what I mean? And that's, that's one thing I don't think a lot of judges take into account. They don't. I mean, and definitely in these judging systems, I see that. That's all. That's all. Because round for round, like I said, I explained like why it doesn't really technically uh account for an exchange like I, that i still do it and the <laughs> reason why i still go round for round because you it's the easiest way yes, to do it yes it and, really is and, 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 and i can't and you could break it down easier than than yeah. trying to look at all the stuff he did and all the stuff he did and be yeah. accountable and okay he won but but when someone comes up to me and says like round for round it's, it's this i always try to push back and be like but why are you judging round for round like do you understand why and they go, that's just, that's it. That's that's how you judge. And I'm like, but for real, it's like, if you really break down what a battle is, what the fuck does round for round even mean in that setting? And yeah, I'm just, yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really just playing devil's advocate, but also I'm just trying to make people understand that we're arbitrarily defining things that maybe don't even make sense in this environment. Yeah, you're saying it in a logical way. Yeah. You're, yeah. I, I mean, really, round for round, completely just somebody said hey this is an easier way to judge let's put it in here and yeah we all just kind of agreed yeah that's the but in a cypher environment it, but, it is but because you're when you're just with them and there's no judges that's what it is yeah well i i think when you just do a lot of rounds it kind of like shuffles all together and you know no, it, yeah it, but if there's no judges and you're just battling oh yeah them, yeah there's no then that's what it is round yeah. for round that's and you how, know who, how, you know in a cypher it's different too because you know who who won or lost. Yeah, you like know, it's basically you, know you do the fucking walk of shame when you lose. You, you know, know what it, I mean? Like yeah. you, you're like, dude, I can't go anymore. Like you you killed me. And I mean it, it it's definitely like a situation where if you're not really uh flowing with the battle, you might get smoked. And you might have killed it in the first two rounds, three rounds, four rounds, five rounds, you know what I mean? But as you keep going, the longevity is isn't there you might get smoked yep and so you know i don't i don't think people take that into account but anymore. i think that's why people consider round for round because that i think that from yeah where they came from that's where it and it's it is easier it's, just to a, judge. it's a easy it's an easy way to judge for sure but yeah I, I always push back saying like that's you're still arbitrarily giving a value to it's rounds like, me, when me. the rounds wasn't necessarily something we were even like valuing in the first place yeah yeah it's like it's saying they, competition they, yeah, it's like they do a tag team move okay you go out and do a solo and they do a tag team move basically they have to respond with the tag team move mm -hmm. saying they don't have no tag team moves 
and then he comes out and he does a solo, who are you going to give it to? Yeah. See, it's the same it, thing. It doesn't make sense exactly. anymore in that, in, exactly. that, in that setting. So I always take round for round with a grain of salt. I mean, usually when I'm judging a battle. It's a response. I'll do, I'll do, I will judge it round for round. But in the very hairy cases when you got like, you know, it, it round for round works really well when someone is just crashing and the other person's killing it. It makes the it makes judging fucking easy as fuck. But when you got two crews just killing it, you gotta really put some thought into it. And I think if you're just going yeah round for round, it's that guy. And it, especially if you're only counting round for round, he won by one round. You gotta look back at the data, dude. You know what I mean? Like like I don't believe in ties. I, really I don't believe don't. in ties either. And you, if you ever seen me judge, I never did a tie. I've always I've I've focused a lot to stop voting yeah, ties because I don't do ties. I'm I'm in I'm in the position where like if you're if you want to know my opinion about a battle, like if if you wanted me to be a judge, you're you're coming to me saying I want to know your opinion on a battle. Exactly. Right. And if I'm literally voting tie, it means I'm not doing that. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not. Do, I'm not a good person to, to do judge. that. Yeah. I, Perfectly I'm, I'm here, agree with you. I'm here to to give my opinion, and even if that's a biased opinion, I need to say it because that that's what you told me to come here to do. Yeah. And I would say I try very hard to not be biased in the sense of I'm going to vote for my homies or my or vote against my enemies. Uh, so I try very hard not to do that. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I don't really have enemies, anyways. But, yeah, but I was like. But, <laughs> But I'm not going to escape the bias of I like certain styles over other styles. Yeah. And for me to deny that it's, is stupid. And and so in the situation where I got like round for round, it's real close. I'm going to definitely go like, what style do I like better? What shit was actually getting like what was resonating with me on a higher level? It, and I'm going to choose that person. You know what I mean? Because it's obvious. And it's the same thing when you remember when. The circus style came out, animal style. I don't know what mm -hmm. they call it. It was hard to judge. It was like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. we never seen it. Yeah. So people were saying like, yo, they're they ain't b boys, they ain't b girls. They're they're doing some other. There was a lot of hate yeah, towards them. Yeah. In, in I think it was is that was like a kind of dark time in the culture. I'm yeah, honest, but then people were just fighting about it, and I was like, it's well, it's like what I was saying with mumble rap. Like it's somebody doing something fucking different, but they're coming from the same kind of feeling. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. And we're hating on it uh, because it looks different. Like, what's the difference of saying like you're gonna hate on somebody for the way they look? That's exactly, the same. That's the exactly. same mentality. And I'm not gonna play that game. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Um, and you you might not like the style. And hey, that's that's your opinion, and you yep. you can have that. And if you want, if you but and that's why that's why then judges are important. Like back when our era when i used to go to a jam if i didn't agree with the judge i didn't enter mm, yeah that's yeah. how i exactly was. I, that's well, how i was but now don't enter don't enter and be salty if you don't agree yeah, with the judges because yeah, exactly. it's your fault for entering exactly you know what i mean and and but also plus my objective was never to win i never cared just, about winning yeah just but, fucking have but, fun like but when you were when like, you were younger mad. that's that's what that's what, that was our mentality like yeah. yo man and you get is, fucking mad that you lost the battle yeah, like just I go to a cypher just go to damn yeah, cypher exactly and yeah and, and that's what people don't don't don't, don't gravitate to no more they, I, I i know so many people that would straight up like have fucking like mental breakdowns because they lost and i'm just like come on dude like for reals i understand like that you got, think you won but there's a lot of people there. Everybody here has an opinion and some of those opinions thought you lost and that's the end of it. I mean, 
you can you can try to explain your way out of it but at the end of the day it's just an opinion and you can take yep. it for what it is that's what it is i mean i, it, I try it, not to, i try not to hold people's opinions too high um against my own you know because it's ultimately everybody's got one and you know i don't know no 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 i see it i, and I, I look just, at certain people it's kind of the same higher. thing when when you're judging and he comes up to you and tells you why didn't make it a top eight and then he thinks i'm going to remember his round i i remember there's a kid that came up to me and goes like hey man um why didn't we make i make it and i'm all like not trying to be rude but you have footage of it and i could explain you why he thinks i'm just gonna remember his round if i if you didn't make that, it that means you did a whack round that, and that means that i don't remember well, nothing what you i would have said is like if i really didn't remember but that's the what round, i do that's i would have been I like I don't remember your round and that no, means I something I, i'll say hey i remember this round from this guy i remember this i remember this that, hey there's like 20 rounds that i'm remembering and none of your rounds were one of them and that's and exactly that what something. i told them i told yeah. I, but i wasn't trying to be a, you know rude so sure, yeah. yeah and i told them you don't want to like you don't want to hate on somebody but you yeah, also want to like let them way, know yeah. that like it well it's an opinion ultimately and also like yeah you, you're gonna if you if you're and if he tells me what he wants to improve, then I'll tell him. And let me see your yeah, round. For sure. Let me see your round, and I could tell you what you can improve. Or I could go on beside you, and we could break. Yeah. And I, we could. But but I I get. I remember. I hate when people do that, man. When they come up or they call out people, it's like if you're older and he's an older cat, and you entered and you don't like him as a judge, then don't enter. And if I've you're gonna called enter, out a couple times for judging. I got called out once. Actually, I, it wasn't twice. me. Actually, it, actually, it wasn't twice. me who got called but, out. It but, was someone else. But I battled for them. Yeah, because because I, I was like, here. this is whack. Like, why are you trying to call? And actually, that dude was like injured, so he he couldn't dance that day. But they, like, I actually voted for the guys that were calling him out. Yeah. And he was just trying to call out that judge. And I was like, dude, why are you being a fucking crybaby? And I then I battled. I think me and Clue battled them. Um, but any, I mean, it was just like kind of like, hey, dude, it's not a big deal. Like. It's just a fucking battle and so we battle for a while and whatever yeah that's, that's how i see it too I, it was the same thing for me i like they call they called out one of the judges i don't yeah. want to say his name but they called out one of the judges yeah. and obviously we're the judging so we, we battled them but yeah. i think it's stupid and it's like you say just opinions i mean you can do do what you want you can battle judges i don't really give a fuck but like i guess just understand like i guess put put value in the things you actually value you know what i mean um if, if you're over here uh getting butthurt about battles i think you're putting values in the wrong things in, in my opinion you know so what are the things you think you're most passionate about that really drive who you are um what drives my passion no what like, what are things events people whatever what is the thing what are those things that are most passionate to you that really like inspire you to for hip-hop or anything your life in dude to write backwards or whatever the fuck <laughs> write with no spaces to like <laughs> photoshop and yourself on an alien spaceship to <laughs> photoshop yourself next to ken swift to, it all has a to wear meaning. like the sickest freaking track suit at the jam uh, to fucking you know damn. grow up uh, 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 you know a fucking a crazy beard. ass beard <laughs> looking like motherfucking uh, <laughs> oh goodness um like what what is that what, what just what existing man just the, the life of existing just mm. in general if you look at 
when you start questioning life about like um, why am I living? Why do I wake up? And the only reason is existing is being alive and helping others, inspiring others. Mm. Um, I'm here for other people. I'm not. A lot of people say you got to take care of yourself to help others. I do take care of myself, but I believe that I'm designed here for others, not for me. Mm. I have a journey for myself that I'm doing, but um, I think everybody is like how you were talking about the game that game if you have your own journey you have your own story and they have their own story and it's all connected it's all one mm. it's all genuinely one it's everything inspires me man uh, the concept of living the life um, mm. meeting people their story yeah yeah so um uh that's pretty much it, it it's not um it's pretty simple it, it's not when if you look at life, life is really simple. But if you make it complicated, it'll be complicated. Yeah, for sure. That's, it's that simple. It's easy to make shit complicated. It's definitely. that simple. So, um, yeah. No, I mean, I think I think that's a good answer. I think it's people like, make things too much. They they complicate themselves, or they want to be do something in life when um, they should just live the moment and um, yeah. work hard to what they want to do. Yeah. So be passionate about the present and don't don't put too much like stress on yourself yeah about the details just just go i think you it. should think about the future for sure but live the present but not yeah, yeah, yeah. not drive to be there in the future you, you like not um overdo it like think about oh man i, I want to yeah you want to accomplish goals but the situation that's going on right now it's the most important situation mm -hmm. in life whatever mm -hmm. you do now yeah and don't think about the past. Forget the past, man. I think align. I would say like align um, uh, your actions now to to match up to what you want to be. Exactly. And uh, and yeah, and uh, yeah. If you, I mean, I think if you strive to just be a better a better person than you were yesterday, uh, and a more intelligent person than yesterday, a more like kind, loving, whatever person. Uh, if you strive to do that every day, I think you'll get to a pretty good spot wherever you end up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, agree. That's something to be passionate about. Yeah, and even if you if you look at life in general, like if anything is that inspires you or um, you gravitate to or you you want to be, the only way you're gonna get there is obviously by taking steps. Mm. You're not just you, it could be in your mind, mm. but you have to take actions to what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, just inspire people that's uh, that's my that's my main objective when i started this the people that inspire me i wanted to inspire them mm -hmm. so that's that's how i see life in general mm -hmm. yeah and i li living the present and uh, just enjoying it man learning day by day dope that's that's a good message and i think that's probably a good way to end this show actually so um you have any last words or where can people find you um you can find me in Earth. Earth. <laughs> uh, and e, you'll see me at some Capital A, capital R, capital T, lowercase h. Yep. Earth. You can find me in Earth. Um, probably you'll see me in a jam. Um, B-Boy Livic. Yep. Hit Squad, Heavy and Technique, Hispanics and Tracksuits. <laughs> and stay fresh when you go to jams. Um, don't look bummy because... If you look bummy, you ain't going to break fresh. So you got to mm -hmm. stay fresh. 
But other than that, man, um, thanks to everybody that um, in- inspired me in this art form. And thanks to you. Yeah. And um, that was pretty much it. Dope. And so your Instagram is bboylivic. Twitter. I don't even know what your Twitter is. Bboylivic, probably. I don't know. Don't go follow me. Follow your dreams. <laughs> Yo, but please follow me. Uh, Noise of the Broke Boys. <laughs> follow him. Please follow me because, uh, you know, I post like stupid shit uh, and some maybe some dope shit. Uh, and so, well, thanks for being on, dude. This was a great conversation. Um, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. And sorry, the show is a disaster. We out. Peace. Peace.